0: tonight's episode of the game caster as we talk about all the games we've played or not played recently we do another game for you and then we end the show with our top five games that start with the letter d stay tuned Gamers, and welcome to episode 61 of the Gamecasters. Now, I know what you're all thinking. Damn it, we thought we were finally free of the plague casters, but no, doomed listeners, oh, there is no vaccine for us yet. Jim Gamer <laughs> has been working on something, but it's only injectable directly into your eyeball 14 times a day, so almost as painful as listening to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, as you haven't noticed, because we are the Eeyore of gaming podcasts, we <laughs> haven't been around for about a month. We've missed two episodes in a row, and it's not just because we adorably forgot. Sometimes life has a way of punching you directly in the sack, and that recently happened to me. Um, A couple of years ago, my dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer. He was very uncommunicative with me and my sister about it and basically told us everything was fine, and he was fine. So we assumed everything was fine, and he was fine. He wouldn't answer our questions about how he was, blowing us off and telling us he was okay. Okay. And just had to take some medication now and then. Um, Over the past two years, he mostly seemed in good health. Uh, We didn't really suspect anything was imminently wrong, but it turns out that he just did a really good job of hiding how sick he really was. Um, So it came as a complete shock to us when he called at the beginning of January and said, there's nothing more the doctors can do, and they're recommending hospice. We were just kind of like, wait, what? You've been saying you're fine and everything's fine for the last like year and a half. Uh, we then found out it was much worse than he ever let on. He was diagnosed at stage four, it turns out, and was apparently told he only had a couple years left right at the beginning, and he just never told us. He made it sound like they were going to just get it all and everything was fine. Uh, so immediately when he told me that, I tried to get a second opinion. I made two appointments for him with two respected cancer institutes in the area, but the appointments weren't for like a month. Mm-hmm. So this happened at like the beginning of January where he told me, and the appointments weren't until the beginning of February. Uh, In that month, he deteriorated greatly. One of the appointments we had for him canceled last minute on us, which was a huge bummer because that ended up being the last good day he had. We were able to keep the other appointment as an online visit, and they basically said the same thing as his current doctor. No more to do. Hospice. So we reluctantly started hospice care. He wanted to be home and not be at the hospital, you know. so we honored that wish. I think a lot of people feel that way you know they don't want to you don't want to be in the hospital for for your last moment
1: where you're comfortable yeah
0: so what we didn't know was really what that meant for me and my sister um if anyone out there has ever been a caregiver to someone in that capacity my heart goes out to you because we literally did everything for him. For the entire month of February, me and my sister Jen lived at his house. We took care of him, all his needs, as he, you know, basically deteriorated right in front of us. Uh, he wasn't in his right mind a lot of the time, unfortunately, and it was probably the most challenging and difficult thing I've I've really ever gone through in my entire life. I lost my mother uh, about a decade earlier, and she was also in hospice care at the end, um, but she was in the hospital. So, the only thing I needed to do for her was care for her emotional needs, you know, and just be there for her. With my dad, it was completely different. We were essentially his nurses, administering medication and doing all other things you do for a person who can't really take care of themselves. That month felt like a decade. You never knew what crazy thing was going to happen from day to day. Each day brought its own difficult challenge. It was the most emotionally and physically draining experience of my life. Like, full stop. And then at the end of it, he passed away. You know, it's this terrible grueling process watching your parent go through, you know, the end of their life in the least dignified way possible. And then at the end they're just gone. You know, it's not like you go through this terrible thing and then it's like, okay, now it's better. You know, it's like at the end of it, he's dead. He died as peacefully as I could have hoped, you know, surrounded by me, my sister and, and his best friend. Um, but there's still so much work to be done dealing with all his possessions, his estate, which is still ongoing. My life completely upended and everything just seems and feels different now. Both of my parents are gone. And so going back to normal life just seems so trivial. You know, board games have not been immune to that for me. I just couldn't do anything other than deal with this terrible thing. And now it's over and going backwards to before it happened just kind of seems impossible. Every day it's getting a bit better. I'm in a better place now than I've ever been. Uh, I I thought that I'd give a little transparency to you guys um, as to what's been going on. You know, I want to apologize for the lack of content. Uh, I apologize to everyone who's reached out to the Gateway for membership that I haven't gotten back to yet. I apologize for the insties not happening. They will. Um, And for just seemingly poofing. (laughs) Everything in my life has kind of stood still. Um, My dad and me had a very strained relationship over the years, but there are some key pillars of my personality that have been completely forged by him. My musicianship, for one. My dad was the greatest guitar player and singer. Uh, he used to play with the guys who would later go on to be the Silver Bullet Band for Bob Seger, if you didn't know that. Uh, we bonded very strongly over music and the reason I love classic rock so much is 100% thanks to him. Games as well. Growing up, he was the only person I could never beat in chess. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Yep. Never. The D, the D was good. Not once. We played again less than a year ago and I finally beat him for the first <laughs> time. <laughs> for the first time ever. Um, although if he were alive, he'd probably tell me like, it took, me, it, t- it took him having cancer for me to beat him. Yeah. You know? And you
2: beat him on an app. <laughs> <Yeah>. I <It> wasn't <laughs> even in person, yeah, right? In you person. beat him on an app. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, on, it was
0: on chess.com. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because anyway. he couldn't stare at you and, yeah, and intimidate right. you yeah. into yeah. the yeah. wrong move. Yeah. 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 Or you, you know, strike his fist yeah. at the table and be like, don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, I, I miss both of my parents very much. And it's, it just really sucks that, you know, it does I don't have them anymore. It's not That yeah, being said, I want to take another quick moment to thank some people. So, first and foremost, Natalie. (laughs) Natalie has been the most supportive, strong willed, kind hearted person through all of this, as you might imagine. Uh, She has been right there by my side, there for me, feeling helpless, I'm sure, as I go through this, watching the agonizing degradation of my father and watching me struggle to figure out how best to care for him while he's in this state. I'm certain it was impossibly challenging. And throughout the entire thing, you were just a rock. I love you and appreciate you. And you are the best wife a guy could ask for. Jeff <laughs> was also on standby the entire time, reaching out, telling me how much he wanted to help with whatever he could. Unfortunately, there's nothing you can really do, you know? And I, yeah. I'm sure that also felt really helpless. Um, but Jeff organized this incredible gesture with a lot of you, amazing and supportive listeners. A care package filled with geek-up bits, gift cards, food, and then this poster...
2: Uh, special shout out to Sam from yeah. the McMeeples for putting this together. That was all that was Sam. That was Sam was the, the mind behind that. He was great.
0: I mean, this is okay. It's this cosmic encounter themed poster says the gateway encounter, which is so <laughs> cool. And it's just filled to the borders with kind and uplifting words of support and encouragement from you. Amazing people who took time out of your lives to help me in my time of need. I will never forget or stop appreciating that. So Jeff, thank you. Um, People donated money, they sent gift baskets, people reached out and continue to reach out via all sorts of different ways just to check up on me, and I can't tell you how loved I feel, and it's really unbelievable. I know it's been, I've been very uncommunicative, and I would ask that you please don't take that personally. It's just felt impossible to speak. Even doing this right now is hard Mm -hmm. for me, um, as reliving everything is just very challenging and emotionally draining, but I felt it was important to discuss this with everybody, as that's what you all deserve after how great you've been, lifting me up in this terrible time. So I want to specifically thank the following people. Natalie, Jeff, Boy Sam, Girl Sam, Jim Gamer, Janelle and Family, Hi Eleanor, Michelle and Zach, Allison and Bryce, our man Swoozle, Michaela, Jared, Dan the Man, Chris Goodlet, Roberto, Ben and M, Dave and Patty, Kelly, Gabby, Christian, and anyone else who I might have forgotten. Thank you. Your support and kindness have made this process so much easier.
1: I would probably say, because you're right, we've had a lot of people reach out and a lot of people send, you know, nice gifts and things like that. And I'd say the majority of them were board game community people who we don't, we've never even met in person. Yeah.
0: You mean more so than like friends and family? Yeah,
1: honestly. (laughs) And so like that just tells you how incredible they are.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And how hated I am by my friends well, and
3: family. <laughs> I know. Just
0: kidding.
2: But I mean, no, no, I know. Well, and what you mean to the community, right? Yeah. Like, you know, this you've whether it's again, whether we've it's just through a podcast or talking on on Instagram or whatever, like, even though we haven't you haven't met these people, like these people care about right. you and love right. you and so there
0: you are, it's mind awesome. blowing. It's mind blowing. If you could see when Jeff Oh, my God, I'll never forget for the rest of my life when Jeff came in the door <laughs> with his you know, I got to go back to my car.
2: I had like three trips gotta go of to Grab me. No, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I got to go back to my car. Doing? And Natalie's We're like, what? Like, what are you, what and are you doing?
0: <laughs> and he brings in this poster <laughs> and he's, you know, he goes through this little speech of his where he's just like, you know, this is a token of our appreciation for you. Everybody, you know, I mean.
1: Yeah. It was.
0: It was. It was- it, it was incredible it was incredible so thank you everybody so now that's all sad and awkward in here let's just talk about you guys oh. what's Ooh. been going on in your life Jeff how's the oh, basement
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. project oh my gosh. going yeah that's a good transition <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's talk about For
2: the, the basement's oh, fine
0: <laughs>
2: yeah um... this is our
0: this is our, uh, our our attempt to get back to normal yeah, yeah. right okay. now this is what we would be talking harsh about, transition right? yes yeah. okay so yeah. Yeah. Um, what do they say on uh, board game snobs hard merge yeah hard merge <laughs> we're gonna hard merge into so
2: the basement so basement is good it's so we have drywall is up it is mud and taped which is construction talk for like finishing the seams and making yeah. it look like a, a singular yeah, the, wall um right and i have trim around the baseboards i have new doors um closing off like where the sub pump is and then mm-hmm. the the two like laundry room areas dude so it's like it's it's ready it's so paint this week and then we're gonna go pick out carpet this week so i'm just i'm hoping in the next couple weeks it'll be It'll be ready. It'll be a basement for. And I'm just a while. gonna sleep down there and roll yep. around. Yeah, Heck yeah, and, I would too. Yeah.
0: Scrooge McDuck in that. I new got. Carpet?
2: I got the. La- I went to IKEA, so I've been checking for this the five by five. You know the calyx shells that yep. everybody yeah. everybody loves, yep. right? That you have, that I have. Yep. So I wanted a five by five. Okay, and they've My been out of stock one. for like a while. Oh, that big one. Mm-hmm. The big one. Yep. Yeah. And I've been looking and checking, and it came in stock on like a Tuesday, and it was like twelve, and I was like, okay, let's go. And then like Wednesday, there was like nine, and then there was. Uh-oh. Seven, oh, no. and then there was three, and oh, then I was like, geez. "Oh gosh!" So on Saturday, on a Saturday, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go." And there's two left. I'm like, "Let's just go." So I stood in line because they're only letting certain people in because of COVID and masks certain and all this people? kind of stuff. Certain people, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're just <laughs> choosing people. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're tall, come on in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: you look strong. yeah Well, you you look look strong. Yeah.
2: well
0: they're kind of green in the right. No, yeah. get out of here, loser. <laughs> only blue eyes yeah No, <laughs> yep, you're out.
2: So they so they let like chunks of people in. So I was in like the second chunk. Of I was like okay so I cut you know you go upstairs you can cut through you made it to chunk and too? then yeah you <laughs> cut through so I cut through and went immediately yeah, down exactly there and there was a in. person like five feet in front of me Getting taking one, one. <gasps> but I got the last oh, one that was there God. so and it's still out of stock so what I got like the story. I know phew yeah you build it yet got well, no, because it. You gotta get I'm gonna yeah. build it in the basement yeah. when it's done right. um right. and then Devin was like cool what do you want to do with these other shelves I'm like Games. Well, I need (laughs) board games. I I still need more shelves. (laughs) I'm like, because right now I have a four by like I have the two by fours. So essentially I have six by four is what I have in the room right now. And I'm like, yeah, Devin, that's only one more cube. And she's like, are you kidding? I'm like, yeah, well, no. No, not at all. So I need the other ones downstairs also. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) so I just got to figure out a cool arrangement. So I'm excited about that. That's awesome. I'm looking into game tables. So if anybody has any suggestions on game tables.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of different um, companies out there, aren't there?
2: Yeah, that I think I was talking to might have been Daniel, um, the game table. The game
0: table. That's a good person and, to go to to talk yeah. about game tables. <laughs> I feel like he, he
2: might have the Jasper. I think we were talking about the Jasper from board game tables, okay. which is probably the most affordable one. Jasper Buckleman? Jasper Buckleman, <laughs> the, our third president. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's man I'm just I'm just super excited every time I go down there I'm like Ooh, it's closer it's closer it's closer I'm just I'm pumped about it
1: it's gonna be awesome dude
0: that's yeah. so cool that is very we exciting. have a slightly less exciting um <laughs> yeah. thing to talk about so Jeff's been doing this basement project which is just awesome going from zero to basement yeah right yeah. well I mean okay there was a basement he didn't yeah. dig yeah. out yeah, the hole do, in the basement, right. but it you know going finished. from going from unfinished to finished yeah. Is, yeah. is super cool we are industry. also getting new carpet in the
2: entire house yes yep, cool. we're carpeting the house even the ceilings? Yeah. Yep. And the walls. <laughs> six
0: degrees really, of carpet. It's really going to help with our sound. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So next time you come here to record, we'll have new carpet. All
0: right. Awesome. Yep. Yep. I'm basement. stitching it to Natalie's I'll face. To... <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Wow. Everything's carpeted. Everything's carpeted.
2: <laughs> Even Natalie and the children. <laughs> and the children. They're just going to be like Only laying on the ground the and carpeted over
0: the top but of. But have to decarpet Sad. that when they go to their moms. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. come back here and I... Yeah. <laughs> 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 I thought they had a really yeah. good deal. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting new carpet. Um, we um, are we're also excited about
1: that. This we're also. Yeah, so no one's going to step on those nails
0: on here. the stairs. No, one's no, step no I told on them the to leave nails. that there. Okay, okay can good. Can you yeah. leave the exposed tax strip, please? Well, because it keeps everyone yeah. on their toes. And our literally. basement
1: carpet <laughs> is like builder grade carpet. It's just like thin, yeah. crappy. <laughs> yeah.
2: What company?
0: Are you, you can't doing? do jumping jacks down the here. Carpet
2: Ooh. You know the carpet guys. Yeah, I know the song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I've used them both. It's like I don't know. Well, right now I don't but know.
0: Guys, don't look around. And at they our move thighs. all your
1: furniture. <laughs> That's <for> nice. Good. <laughs>
2: pretty gonna, sweet. They, they don't move, t- move, t- it are they move it anywhere out. They're gonna touch your games. So you gonna let them touch your games? No, I have to take to no. the games. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, certain okay. things we have to do to yeah. prep. But, but
1: they like, don't move it out.
0: They just move it around.
1: No, they don't. Oh. <laughs> they said the room has to be empty.
0: Oh, I thought it was just kinda of like At least we it's don't a little have cheaper, but yeah. they kinda of fuck with your furniture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least we
1: don't have to move the exercise
0: bike. <laughs> your bed might be where your shelves are. <laughs> Maybe you should move the exercise bike. That thing's expensive. Yeah, we'll yeah. probably we can just put it in there. Because oh, yeah. we can save a bunch of room in there. We're talking like as we're Ryan not Ryan points the, about the closet. It. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: No, <laughs> no, no, I know. No, no. Okay, so we're doing a lot anyway, of home improvement stuff. We bought a new TV. We got
1: Yeah, we bought a new TV. We got a new um TV stand. So be
0: jealous, all of you listeners. Ooh. Does anyone care about this stuff? Probably I don't know. Not. Probably And
1: what the best part is we got a new fridge and it is like so it's awesome. It's pretty sweet.
0: <laughs> okay. Like I'll Natalie check it slept out. in there last night. Nice. Yeah. You know. It's got a Natalie component. I don't know. There's you know you're in
1: your, yeah. your mid-30s <laughs> when like a fridge is like the highlight of your life right
0: now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're yeah. getting like, old. like, man,
1: we, our other fridge was like the one where it's just like. A side-by-side. Yeah, the side-by-side. And it was like, it just didn't make any sense you're always, everything you need the is freezers, only the freezer The freezer
2: always sucks. The
1: freezer sucks. Yeah. So now we have the French door one with the yeah. freezer drawer, and it's like so much bigger. Like Adulting. We, Hello. We bought yep. stuff from Costco. We got a HelloFresh and all of our normal food, and we still have extra space. Can you believe In your face, it? your old fridge. Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah.
0: That poor so, fridge. It was it's a good really fridge. Cool. <laughs> we just, We didn't even say goodbye or sing it a song. We just yeah. like oh, left I didn't it. care about that fridge. <laughs> goodbye, yellow brick fridge. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Should we tell them about our freak out?
2: Nope. <laughs> are we not telling? Let's we move don't on. have to, do
0: we? <laughs> all right. Okay. We you know, All right. So so Natalie and I got married. We are the exact same. Yeah, so did. some people were like, are you sure you want to do this? Because you're the same. So, you know how people yeah. get
1: married and they're supposed to like balance sure. each other out? We don't balance we each other out. We are we way each to each one own side. Own each other, which like,
0: has really manifested itself in unlocks. We cannot do unlocks together. Yeah. We lose yeah. every freaking unlock. You freak are not good gr- at Because we share a brain. So... We had our fridge coming, and we measured this thing. Oh no! I don't know a thousand times. We were like, "It's too small. It's not going to fit in the door." Nope. Oh yeah, we measured all the doorways. It's not like, I going to fit in the door. Well, fit. at first I was like, "I'll just remove the. I can just take off the door wall doors."
1: And we're like, "Oh good."
0: So for we're anyone good. who's not, I think door wall is actually like a local term. It's like a, yeah. sliding, a sliding glass sliding door. door. Yeah. All right. So we call it a door wall here. And so <laughs> I was like, "I'll just remove the door wall," but half of the door wall is like sealed into the house. Yeah. So I punched it a few times. It didn't break. So that didn't work. And so then they're they're like, okay, we're on our way. And we were like... (gasps) We were like both of us like pacing back and forth like it's not going to fit what are they going to do? Oh my god, they're going to be mad. What are we going to oh, Let's take the window out. I know. We'll take out the window. Let's take out the front window. The front window's big enough and then they'll just like hoist it up and I was like perfect.
1: Yeah, they can get well, in the window in. Like, I put them can... in the window and he's like that's not a thing and I'm like it has to be. Then our old fridge. I was like they had that doesn't seem like it would fit either. Yeah, and like, they were like what are they going to do? In there.
0: Like well, I just they constructed to have to take the, the, the frizz, well, fridge while fridge yeah, in the house. To, like build that
1: fridge. And we're <laughs> yeah. like freaking out and so that was like ding dong
0: and they come in they're like and they, they move it in perfectly fine. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then we, we were also. In the to box, be- too, or in the. <laughs> no, oh, okay. No. Well, it turns out I, what we didn't consider was they take the handles off and that makes it like two, you inches, get about two inches yeah that's and also man we, to
0: get about two inches yeah man put a handle out. what a <laughs> dream
1: we about it also fitting because like in our kitchen it's not just like open there's like an exact slot for the fridge and yeah. we thought it was going to be like too tall and that we'd have to like saw the yeah. bottom of the i'm like i guess i'm gonna have to saw the top of the cupboard and, it and
0: the guy's perfectly. like oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> see you later we were, yeah. we were like out. seriously like Panicking
0: for like
2: thirty
1: minutes, we look like
0: a Benny Hill, (laughs) (laughs) racing around the living room, like, "What are we gonna do? Why did we do this? We just bought this thing. We can't even. (laughs) What do we do if it doesn't fit? It's gonna be so embarrassing. (laughs) They're gonna be like so mad at us that they brought us all here, and then they can't get it in the house. (laughs) So it was fine. It ended up being fine. Perfectly good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy to check it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. (laughs) Well. Well, all that out of the way, it is now time to talk about all the games that we've played. Yes, there's been a month backlog of games for you people. You can get, wait, I mean, Natalie, how many games have we played in that month?
1: Second chance.
0: We haven't played a single game in upwards of a month. <laughs> well, Natalie is right. We played Second Chance and one time at my was. dad's house, and Natalie filled in the entire <gasps> yeah. sheet. It and did she retire masterful. from games? Yep. Now she's I mean, done. I was pissed and jealous and thought it was complete sure. bullshit, <laughs> yeah. but I was proud of you and only cursed your name under my breath. Yeah, and that's our game talk. And in my journal. <laughs> and to my therapist. <laughs> so instead of talking about games, what I thought I might do is uh, seeing as... Um, you know, this episode is kind of uh, themed, uh, you know, towards my father. Um, I thought what I would do. So he's what you don't what you guys don't know is my dad is famous in my group of friends. We call him. absolutely The D. The D. All right. And so <laughs> we, I tell all the stories I've amassed from him because he's a he was quite the character. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so I would tell what I call D stories. And I have for years have talked about compiling them into a book. And I think it might now be more apropos yeah. than ever to do that. Did um, he know
1: you guys called him the D? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. He would <laughs> sign cards. Yep. Oh, yeah. The D. Yep. So what I thought I might do is tell a few hilarious stories from my dad um intermixed between jeff talking about actual board games <laughs> since natalie and i have nothing to talk about i figured <laughs> yeah. i would just regale you with some d stories they are funny um yes. yeah so jeff will talk about a game i'll tell a story and uh i can share his crazy and enigmatic personality with all of you because he was uh he I had guess a big personality he had a big personality he did yep he sure did. So, uh, you know what? I say let's start with a board game. I'll leave you.
2: I'll leave yeah. you wanting. So, Jeff, why don't you Good take idea. it away
0: first and and talk about something?
2: Well, if you have something. talk
1: about something, Jeff. How Come many on. games do you have talked no about? I've been
2: playing some games. <laughs> That line is for uh, one of my new friends on Instagram, Justin, yes. board, game banter. board Game Banter. So uh, Justin won a giveaway that I that I did of Sushi Roll. Sushi Roll. Yeah, Sushi Goes small, And you just sushi sent, him and sent him your box of And I sent him, yeah, yeah. I thought so. <laughs> so I sent him the game, and then he listened to the Game Casters and is becoming a massive fan. He's a super fan. And now it's yeah, like yeah. we've talked so much that. You know, we're becoming friends and like he's a friend of mine and he's so much of a friend that I've almost remembered his last name. <laughs> it's like some starts with a B. Justin B. Justin B. Something. Where does he he lives in Ohio. Justin oh, is Beaverton. Uh, nice. Which I was happy about because Just when as yeah, as <laughs> <laughs> I was happy about because he it was low. It was like it's closer shipping before. when I had to send. She, oh, she oh was that's nice. nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's it was that's the, like a
1: good eight eight bucks of instead of yep. because
2: everybody else at one the giveaways lately have been like oh, I live in California. I live in Oregon. I'm like I'm sure yep. you do. I live in the UK. Yeah, yeah. I live in Austin. Well, you better move. Eight thousand pounds later. Yeah, no. But yeah, Justin pointed out that apparently every time I say well, I've been playing some games. I did not.
0: You know, I, I guess I now that he said that, that I yeah. noticed
2: it. But when, he, when I read that, I was like, I
0: did not oh, realize
2: it he? was a thing. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. It's your do. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing some games. <laughs> I've been playing a lot <laughs> of games, actually. Okay, yeah. You. So there's actually games that I've been playing that I'll talk about next episode or maybe even the following one because so, oh, sometimes we'll play games over that two weeks of, of time that we yeah. don't record and then we talk about them and then we play games for two weeks. So right. um, these ones I might have even played like a month ago. Yeah, so I want to start with a nice little Z-Man combo. All right. You guys know what Z-Man is? <laughs> I've heard of Z-Man. Okay. Z-Man's that's a company. Nice there are of they one owned by Asmodee? Or are they by themselves?
0: No, you know, I think they did get gobbled
2: up by Asmode. Okay. I figured everybody else is Board Game Arenas and and now Plan B and everybody else is getting
1: Plan just... B is a Yeah. That's a publisher? Yeah. It's also a contraceptive. <laughs> 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 Isn't it Plan B games? Isn't that a thing?
2: Um, yeah. Yeah. Who makes sure. Azul? I'm pretty sure Azul is Plan B, a next move game. 100. 100. percent
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was looking. I was verifying that um, Z-Man and Azmoday was... were merged,
2: and they are. Okay. Um, so the two Z-Man <laughs> games I want to talk about. I want to mention Hadara because I know you guys played Hadara. Yeah, we sure did. And you guys both said that I would like it. Right. You I knew were like, you. Go would. play it. I like it. So I was able to get a copy from Z-Man and. You know, it, it got advertised, I think, at a Gen Con a couple of years ago as, like, the Seven Wonders killer, right? And that's that's a big hype to live up to. Whenever you people talk about a game killing another yeah, game, I that's... Yeah, never like
0: that, personally. Did yeah, you, I mean... I don't.
2: I've never found,
0: like, oh, the, I'm not looking for a game to kill another
3: game, mm-hmm. necessarily.
0: Like, I, you know, Hadara and
2: Seven Wonders can peacefully coexist. I agree, and, and they are. Fine. They're peacefully coexisting on my shelf. Nice. Because um, I'm not going to get rid of either of them. Yeah. But... Uh, it's a cool. It's a card drafting game, uh, and what I, I kind of find unique about it, I don't want to go too in-depth because you already talked about it, so go back and listen to episode
3: fill-in-the-blank, um,
2: <laughs> and you can hear about Hadara. But what I think is cool about that game is not only do you draft cards, then at the end of that round, you draft the discards, yeah. which I always thought was kind of cool because you make tough choices throughout that whole game of like, oh, I really want this card, and you can discard it, and then it might come up yep, later again for you, later. which is kind of cool. Or the other people who are discarding cards that they don't want you to have Right, they mm-hmm. pop back up. I thought yeah. that was a really cool thing. It's definitely going to stay around. I think I we played the crap out of Seven Wonders with, yeah. if you remember, with Eric, we'd play all the yep. time with all those expansions. Yep. I think one night at a game night we played it like by itself with this expansion, and with the next expansion, expansion. And then yeah, we it. So like multiple so we played around. it a bunch. So mm-hmm. I think if I'm if I'm Jonesing for like a card drafting, I'm going to reach for Hadara for the next.
0: Well, it's got X amount the smaller of times, footprint, right? too, which yeah. I like. I mean, Seven Wonders is is really fun. It was it seemed revolutionary when it came out. You know, it seemed yeah. like it was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Um, but Hadara, does, it's got the littler cards. Yep. And it's not – you're not eating up the entire – because with Seven Wonders, which is – could be a point in its favor for some people. Yeah. It's eating up the entire table.
2: Yeah, when you're I playing – you can play that game with six people, right? Yeah, Seven and it just and goes
0: enormously, where yeah. Hadara is – You know, you got your little player board. It's pretty compact. You're just putting your cards underneath that player board. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, so it was a cool. So I'm keeping both in the collection, but it was a really fun game, and I think it plays in under an hour too. So it could be something that sees the table more at the end of a game night and only scrambling to find that hour long game. That's another Um, awesome thing about card. Most card drafting
0: games they seem to have that
2: similar thing where it
0: doesn't matter if you play with two or maybe three or with eight. Yeah, it's the same amount yeah. of time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know. which
2: is good or bad depending on, but right. usually it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was Hadara. I would check that one out if you like Seven Wonders, which is also a, a check in Seven Wonders thing. If if you make a game that someone else wants to kill, yeah, like you've you, done something you've, right, you win, right? right? You've done something. Um. Right. So mm-hmm. if you like Seven Wonders, you like card drafting, I would look at Hadara. If you can find the copy that has the artwork from the first version on the cover, it's so like much better area. than the second one. I think the second one looks like Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> I wonder why they did that. Um, like, what was I, yeah? What I don't know. But um, I would check that one out. the The, the one I want to talk a little bit more in depth about is a game called Paleo. Yeah. That's brand new. I don't know if it's twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one, but it's a it's a new, the new Z Man game. Isn't that
1: a diet? <laughs> the paleo diet
0: yeah uh technically it's 2020
1: it's okay
2: um but it must have been it probably is a late 2020 but so
0: you got plan b the contraceptive yeah. and paleo is the diet yeah that's another top five what board game names are also some other words that natalie knows else. yeah that natalie knows we have to come up with something that <laughs> yeah. natalie knows yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be a new game we'll yeah play.
2: <laughs> so i don't so paleo is a co-op game and i don't play a ton of co-op games um and one of the reasons is like there's not a ton of like great two player co-ops. There are some, but well, Devin yeah, and South I don't Beach play. Beach is them. good and Atkins, yep, yep, Atkins. Those ones are yep. really good.
0: Keto. Keto. Yep, mm. I like those. Those games are great.
2: <laughs> and are those also diets? <laughs>
1: and South Beach? Is that like <laughs> the yeah. 90s. I don't know. I
2: don't people <laughs> people only lose weight in the 90s, I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you want to lose weight in the 2000s, You're leave it
2: alone. South Beach. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Just mocking different diets. Oh my god! I should have added save. a few fart jokes in here. <laughs> Making
0: this crazy. Okay. um
2: But Devin and I don't. We, Devin and I don't play a ton of co-ops. It's just there's not a massive amount in our collection, and usually co-ops you know, we'll play with three or four people or whatever. So that's interesting at some point,
0: not yeah. right now, because I don't want to keep derailing you, but I want to <laughs> investigate that.
2: Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll dive uh-huh. into it a little more. So what was cool about this one is this is a little bit of a lighter game and it was kind of a, a, a brain break after some of the really heavier games we've been playing. We've played a lot of like worker placements and we're, you know, we got a couple games into our four by four, four by five. So we played Amerigo again and Tris So we've been playing some games and then paleo is a nice like break, right? Yeah. Sits in that nice hour range. Um, it plays one to four, so if you're a solo person, you can sit by yourself and play. Um, but so what you're doing in this game is you are trying to keep your cave people alive through the Paleolithic era. Oh, okay. not the Paleolithic um, diet, right? Not the Paleolithic diet. No. <laughs> you're not um, trying to and you're sweet. also yeah, <laughs> you're also trying to like complete missions. So keeping them alive, completing missions. Um, each player begins with two cave people. I would call them cavemen, but you get cave women as well. Okay. Um, so, cave people. Thank who, you. Some of them have skills. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I have cave people written on here. I don't have cavemen written on Nobody my thing. I was going to be offended with cavemen. Excuse me. So, all of the cave people have skills. So, some of them might be good hunters or good gatherers or good at looking at something. I don't know if there's an, eye- an eyeball icon. I don't know what that means. Um, Humpers. And they all. <laughs> Um, Mm. so paleo is by z man let me restart Uh, there so they each have skills and then a certain amount of health because they can die Uh, and what you do to set the game up is you kind of pick a level that you want to play and there are different sets of cards that you then shuffle together to make when you
0: say level do you mean like difficulty level yes so
2: usually one like one's easy but if if you wanted to go back and play a different pack of cards you can pick like level three but yes they go up by difficulty i think there's seven or eight little difficulties so you take the cards from those sets that you want to use and you shuffle them together to make one stack and then you distribute that those deck of cards evenly between all the players or as evenly as you can between all the players and then what you do is you then deal with your deck okay so you take the top three cards of the deck off and you can like examine the back of them okay so the back are all kind of different Um, there, there's one that like, looks like a fire. There is one that's like red and looks really dangerous. There's like a forest, a mountain, and the back of the cards basically kind of indicate what you might encounter on the front of the cards. Gotcha. So if you pick the forest that has like a picture of a deer on it, you might come across something you might be able to hunt right? Or you might be able to get wood on that card. But if you pick the mountain, you might be able to get stone or you might be able to get... People are going to hear that grunt, by the way. That's not going to go unnoticed. Oh, I was just clearing my throat. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But you might be able to get meat on on certain... So they kind of give you an idea of what you might see, right? Of course, you flip it over and it might not be. But Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. And then each player will pick one card all at the same time that you want to pick of those three. The other two go back on top of your deck. And everybody then flips over their card at the same time. Okay. And then... In whatever order you want you have to encounter your card so your card might be you might Hunt have run a into a gigantic mammoth right wow. so now it's like you need this in order to kill this mammoth right you need this much strength you need this much whatever and then you need nice. to discard cards off the top of your deck in order to fight this mammoth okay. okay or it might be you have found this new idea right you as cave people have figured out Oh, I we can need now to go make, on a dive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can now make daily, this though. sort
2: of weapon, or I can make. So you kind of yeah. you can think of like ideas, right? So all this stuff has are on the cards, and they're the, the iconography is okay, but um, they're there and they they tell you how to encounter the card. And what's cool is a lot of them have here's how you encounter it. Here's a backup encounter, like if you want to run away or just do like part of it. And then a lot of them have this thing that allows you to help someone else. So if Natalie flipped over something that's like a mammoth and Ryan and I don't really want to interact with our cards, we can use our cards to like help Natalie with her. So then it would be like all of our cave people are now attacking that. Cool. So we're using all of our skills to attack Natalie's card. Ours just kind of discard and go away. Cool. Um, A lot of the cards, like I kind of said, make you discard other cards. So in order to interact with this one, I have to discard the top four cards in my deck. And I put that back. Um, And play continues like that with people encountering their cards and then looking at three new ones flipping over one you do that until your deck runs out or you just decide to like rest or go to sleep for the night um that whole thing reminded me of the grizzled yeah if you kind of remember that where you're just kind of trying to survive yep. right? you're trying to play cards to not yep. hurt each other and then when you want to be out you take a coffee break yeah the grizzled <laughs> and you're out. Yep. <laughs> um, and then next round you take those cards you shuffle them back up and then they get uh, redistributed redistributed for everybody. But you're going to see the cards that maybe were discarded because of the encounters. Sure. So you might see a brand new kind of set of cards coming up. So every yeah. once in a while you see a card that will give you like a piece of a cave painting. So if you kill this gigantic mammoth, you might get a piece of this cave painting. Or if you invent this um, technology that you found, you might get a cave painting. So the goal is to get five cave paintings before you get five skulls, which are your people dying um or you don't complete a mission at the end of the round okay so you have to basically beat the game before it beats you yeah Mm -hmm. um and it's fun i had fun yeah (laughs) yeah it was kind of i think part of it comes down to like we were just we were kind of in the mood for something lighter and that just kind of fit yeah but i think my favorite part was the tenseness of like all right i'm picking this mountain okay like we need stone because we need to build this stone throwing weapon yeah and then we flip it over and it's like, oh, you got caught in thorns and you lose two life. And, oh. like, what? and then it's like, or it's, or we both flip over something that we really need, but we can't do it. So, all right, my cave people are going to help your cave people. And we're going to, so that was fun. Like I thought that card flipping and choosing what you want was like exciting. Okay. Yeah. And some of us like Devin or I would, we would pick the bad card to flip over. So it would stop being on top of our deck. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Because if you discard that one, you actually lose a health. So you don't ever want to discard those. Um, you do, but you also don't. So we, you would take that one just to go. All right, I'm gonna try to encounter the bad one and try to get through it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was. It's you know it's pretty lightweight. I think the rules are pretty simple to teach, but you can also like scale that difficulty, which I like. We just played the first kind of easy, mm-hmm. easy one, and it was still. We had five cave paintings, but also three skulls, so we were pretty close to oh, yeah. not winning. Um, and all the decks have like surprises in them, which I thought was kind of cool. So. You might add these new like special cards and it might tell you to flip over one of these things that you've never seen in any other game before, which I think is kind of cool. Okay. So it's not just hunting mammoths, whatever. Sure, There's, you're not doing yeah. the same thing. And, every and I don't know what the other. Yeah, great. I don't know what the other seven decks have in them, which is very cool, which also could lead to a downside that if I've played them all, I kind of know what I'm going to interact, yeah. like encounter every single time. <laughs> um, but overall, I I enjoyed the play of it. I think it'll hit the table again at least a couple more times. Uh, I have a couple issues. I have one issue with the uh, art, although it looks cool on the surface. Um, all the cave people are white, which is a huge oh, issue. Oh, really? Um, because when you look at like the Paleolithic era, there's not like cave people are not just all white. Um, yeah, skins are sure. mostly darker, darker in that era. Yeah. And, right. and I think that like they even made some cavemen with red hair, which I like. Oh, it's like when you're ginger making, cavemen, when you're making ginger cavemen, but you're not making cavemen with darker skin, like actually look. I'm okay the with the, the um, redhead
0: cavemen if yeah. they're all freckled.
3: Sure. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have to get it but, exactly yeah. right.
2: <laughs> but it's like, yeah, so I thought that was a, a weird choice. It's a miss. And um, as I yeah. thought about that and and uh, played the game and talked to the, with Devin about it, and then I also sh- shut up and sit down and also mentioned that too, that they thought that was a, a, a big <laughs> miss. Um, hmm. And then I also don't know how, like, I don't play games 10 times, but if you're going to play this game 10, 15 times, you might have seen all the cards already. Gotcha. But... Could that be solved with an easy expansion? Here's three more packs of cards. Shuffle them together. Yeah. To play at the same. Plus, it's a pretty sure lightweight game. Yeah, right.
0: So it's not something I want. I wonder if you're looking for in a game like that. If you're looking for it to just, I want this to hit the table every every mm-hmm. night, and I want to just like yeah. you know. Well,
1: I mean, it, it, it does ramp up a little bit. <clears throat> if you played the easiest one. I'll tell yeah. you this. So I'm looking play? at
0: the comments on BoardGameGeek. People love it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it I like t- I liked it. Like I, I I'm gonna. Put my negative opinions of the art aside, and but it'll play, and I I won't, I probably won't play it ten or fifteen times because I don't play right. games ten or fifteen times. That's right. just me right. and and how I play games. Right.
1: But I would say even if you played fun. all seven levels, that's pretty seven's a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. Right? you're getting a lot of bang
0: for your buck. You're playing fifteen times. You're, yeah, you're, you're you've gotten your play. But work. the excitement
2: yeah. of like you know flipping it over, and then I I really think this there was this like idea deck or discovery deck or whatever it was called. I thought that was so cool that as you're playing this game, you're going through this era, you're you're thinking of things that you can make. I think like, so you have an idea and that becomes something that you can then make later in the game, which I just think is... That seems cool. Yeah, that's feels, right. Like, like you are cave people. You thought of this idea like, oh, I can now make this. Mm-hmm. I need this stuff. And I, th- I just thought that was kind of a neat thing. That's I love it. Or even cool. like,
1: you know, you're going into the forest and you're hoping for this, but right. turns out you'd got this. And like, then you ate these berries that make yeah. you like die.
2: Like, right. You know, right. It's, it was now a cool experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a herpes card? Uh, maybe in the, <laughs> maybe in the other decks. Maybe in the other decks. You never know. <laughs> but it was, a, it was fun. It was cool, a cool man. experience. So yeah. Paleo. Paleo by Zaman. The man Peter
0: Rustemeyer apparently is oh. the Does designer. he make anything
2: else? I don't, I don't yeah. know. I haven't heard of that guy before. Let's click on him right quick.
0: And he has made a game called Paleo
2: Barbaria,
1: Oh, he likes oh. that theme,
0: which came out in 2017. Never heard Paleo
2: of it. Paleo is
0: probably his, uh, his claim to fame right now. So That's far. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's start on with the D stories. The first one I'm going to talk about is it, it's entitled Best Buy and the Computer. <laughs> All right. So one thing about my dad is, um, so he was a character, as we, as we say, he also had a penchant for anger. <laughs>
1: yeah. He was scary. Oh, he was man.
0: scary, booming. Even at the end of his life, if, if, you know, I was yeah. trying to like give him some medication and if he didn't want that, you would just hear, uh, yeah, you would the just build be up. Like, he'd yeah. be like, no, in this big, like, guttural, and you're like, oh, Yeah, yeah. He had a booming like, Oh my voice. gosh, That's like, you're way. you know, laying on the you're, you're you're you can't do anything for yourself, and I'm terrified of you, yeah, yeah. just by that, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm making him sound like a monster, no,
1: no, he's not. Um, it it's just, just like, he's got this way, this sound,
0: yeah, very intimidating. So, <laughs> that intimidation, as I grew up with my entire life, uh, he would occasionally, by occasionally, all the time. Um, unleash it on the poor, uh, unsuspecting public. <laughs> so, this one time, <laughs> this was a long time ago. We had a Packard Bell uh, oh, wow. personal computer. Yeah, does that sound right? Yep. Remember the the Packard Bell yep. um, PC? Yeah, it was. Uh, um, it had like thirty five megahertz processor or something. <laughs> yeah. It was like you know it was like this ridiculously yeah. old. Anyway, it was state of the art at the time. So the keyboard broke. <laughs> okay. Um, (laughs) This is so funny. (laughs) So we bought the thing at Best Buy, and the keyboard on it broke, and so we were going to go get a new keyboard. So my dad took me up to Best Buy, like, right when they opened. I don't remember what time it was. Let's say it was 9 a.m. Okay, let's say they opened at 9 a.m. So we get in there, and he's at the return counter, and (laughs) he's got the keyboard in his hand. You know, expecting them to, like, I don't know, like, unscrew it and fix it right in front of him. But so he's, like, dinging the bell. You know, like, where the fuck are these people? This is pre Geek Squad. Oh, yeah. This is way pre-squad. This is probably not the Geek Squad. This is probably in the 90s. Okay. So we're in Best Buy because we have a Packard Bell computer, right? Yeah. And so somebody, and there's a sign right on the counter and it says, no returns before 10 a.m. Oh. And I see it and i'm like oh he's not going to like and he doesn't he's not reading it so somebody comes over to the kind of like like you know cuz he's just digging the freaking bell over yeah. and over and over and over and so somebody comes up and they're like yes sir how may i help you and he's like yeah hi i uh, uh my keyboard broke on my computer i need to return it and get a new one and they were like oh i'm sorry sir we have no returns before 10 a.m. Oh, that is a ridiculous policy. It's ridiculous. I don't understand Why? the it was, yeah, that's, that's a weird it was, thing. Like the return yeah. person
1: doesn't start. Yeah, like 10? like somebody was not <laughs> the one. I don't know person. what
0: it was, but as stupid as it sounds to us, it sounded a hundred thousand yes. times yep. stupider, and it wasn't going to fly with the D. Right. So he immediately is like, "Oh, I don't think so. No, no returns before ten. Are you kidding me? Hey, is everyone in the store hearing this? And oh people, my god! Yeah, people are like looking over at him." Like what? And he's like, they're not letting me return my
3: thing. I need to get
0: my money back. And so people are leaving the store. Like, oh shit, let's get out of here. This guy's crazy. Oh my God. And so the the people behind the counter are like, oh my God, people are leaving the store. Let's just give him what he wants. They gave us a brand new Packard Bell computer. <laughs> the entire computer. Awesome. They just like, shut, get out of here. Here you go. And so we he like oh, thank you. He grabs it. He's still got his keyboard. We're walking out of the store and he's like, Yeah, see, sometimes it pays to be an asshole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's great. <I> <laughs> there you go. Nice. I know. That's all the you need. It's great. You have like, was, no receipt for that, no proof nope. of purchase, no like, just right. the box. Is, he
0: was, Stop scaring away customers. He was instantly happy. Yeah. Like they were like, oh, here, we're just going to give you a computer. Get out of here. And he was like, just like, okay, thanks. Great. We're like walking in the end. Yeah. And then he's fine. He, he had this incredible ability to. Scale it up to, you know, a thousand and then immediately bring it back to zero yeah. with no cooldown. Right. You know, he did not need any kind of like cooldown period.
1: It's so funny because, like, you would never do that in a million years. Ever. Never.
0: No, never. Uh, no, <laughs>
1: probably because he traumatized you. I'd be like, situations. I'd be like, ding.
0: Sorry, so no turns for a 10. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Here's $20. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please take this. Yeah. <laughs> so that is D story number one. Jeff, what do you have uh, for us next, man? Here's game number two. Or three,
2: or depending on how you're counting, you counted it <laughs> yeah. yeah. Group as one. number two, Next. game
0: number three. Let's
2: talk about one of our favorite designers. Natalie, do you know who this is? It's Mr. me. It's me. Oh no, it's Steffenfeld.
0: Yeah. Oh. For show, it's Stefan Feld. Yeah. Oh, Stefan? Can
1: I guess the game? Nope.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh. Trajan Perjornum. Yes.
2: There you go. <laughs> yeah. So Trajan, trajan Perjornum. <laughs> Let's talk about Trajan that Fajornum. That's like Putjergan Fjergan Putjergan fjords. That sounds like Thirty Rock. Oh, it's called the Rural Juror. The
0: Rural Juror. The Rural
2: Trajan Fajornum.
1: So in Trajan, Wait, do you
0: know what it really is?
2: Yeah. Do you know I what it is?
1: something like that, right? Let's say
2: it again. Yeah.
1: Trajan. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool because you took
2: what's great trage is, is not the first name. The end uh you took the the first part of the second word and then the <laughs> Oh, is it and forum
1: trajectory? Hey, yeah oh, forum we're getting there. What?
2: Yes, no, we're getting there. Forum.
1: Forum trajector?
2: <laughs> Forum for JJ to JJ Trajanum,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Forum Trajanum or Trajanum or Trajanum or <laughs> is it Trajanum or Trajanum cavity? <laughs> I yeah, is it Trajanum or Trajanum?
0: It's like know. that's like our old. Uh, What's the thing we used to say? <laughs> Merrick Haibo. No, <not> like <laughs> no, no, uh, Copenhagen or oh, Copenhagen? Copenhagen yeah. or Which Copenhagen. one is?
2: So, Forum Trajanum. Or I'm Trajanum? Call it Forum Trajanum. Or Trajanum. Or Trajanum. Trajan Ford... Man, what was the first one you said? Yeah. <laughs> that one was way she better. She said Trajan even... Trajanum. <laughs> Trajan Trajanus, brother. So, this is Steppenfeld game. It came out in 2018. Ooh. Okay. And it got some buzz. Yeah, right alongside. I think. It fell out. Do you remember what game it came
0: alongside of? Because, you know, he releases like two every year. That guy's good. Is it? Seize
2: the day. Carpe Carpe Diem. Diem. And Carpe Diem got. The big buzz. of The big buzz. And still does, right? People love Carpe Diem a lot more than they love Forum Trajanum. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it's called? But, yeah, Forum Trajanum. (laughs) Forum Trajanum. So it plays two to four. This is Forum Trajanum again. It, it it's got it looks like it looks like a Steffenfeld game. If you looked at the yeah. box, you'd be like, "That's yeah. a Steffenfeld yep. game." A and you'd be like, "Is that Trajan?" And you'd be like, "Is that part two of Trajan?" <laughs> it has nothing to do with Trajan. <laughs> no. oh, but it kind of looks. Oh, like really? It, but does the name, it? no. I'm sure the theme is the same, but I don't know. A lot of the themes are just kind of stuck there anyway, right? You would, um,
0: wouldn't you think he'd be like, "I've done the Trajan thing. I'm doing something else." But yeah. he still puts the Trajan name. Yeah, in the I next wonder game. what. I wonder That's if he had like, like
2: <laughs> leftover mechanics, and he was like, "Let
0: me make a new game." <laughs> I picture that like you're you're cutting out cookies, yeah. and then you have like the remnants yep. afterward mm-hmm. of the cookie dough, and he's like folds that into new into yeah, new game, and he made a new game. <laughs> out of it.
2: So it came out in 2018, along with Okay, your Day or seize the day. I'm <laughs> like, Seizure day. day? Seizure Day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Seizure Day. <laughs> seize your National day. Seizure
1: Day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whew, okay, we got to come out with a game called Seizure Day.
1: No. <laughs> with some leftover mechanics.
2: Some leftover mechanics. First one's just called fucking.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Aww. No, I mean, the, uh, the, yeah, right. the
3: seizure
2: is coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. right.
0: The flashing light mechanism. Yeah. The uh, uh bite your tongue
2: oh, card. Sorry for the <laughs> epileptic listeners out there on behalf of everyone. This is Forum Trejanum. <laughs> It plays 2 to 4, It takes an hour and a half. Okay. Okay, maybe two, who knows. That's not bad. I only okay. play with two people a couple times, so <laughs> it might take 2 hours or more people probably. Okay. What do I? Do? So, the gameplay in Forum Tradijonum is based around this 6 by 6 grid on your player board okay. that's covered in your player tiles. Covered up. Okay. Got it. Face down. Okay. So, you are looking at a bunch of Face dudes down. or ladies on your forum hmm. Trajanum board. <laughs> okay? So at the beginning of the round, oh my <laughs> God. Forum for Georgie. This is what happens when you have a two-month break. This
1: is what happens when you don't have games to talk about. Yeah. You just get to comment. Natalie doesn't have to think about any gathered. games
2: to talk about. Now <laughs> right. can just interrupt me. <laughs> yeah, leave Welcome a to the show.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Um, I don't have way less than you. Here, have
2: <laughs> <laughs> a cookie in your mouth. Honestly,
1: yeah. Those are the worst cookies. <laughs> all right, here, have this one
2: the worst ones.
1: Yeah, Tagalongs are not very good. I, love I think
2: you're going to start some I think fighting. they're the most yeah, popular,
1: but I don't like No, I think Thin Mints are Samoas. probably the most
0: popular. Samoas are the best. Samoas are the best. In my yeah, opinion, Samoas, Samoas 1, Tagalong 2, Thin Mint 3, and then the rest are just To me,
1: whatever. it's Samoa 1, Thin Mint 2, Lemon Up 3.
0: Lemon Up? What about you, Jeff?
2: I don't know. Why are we talking <laughs> He's like, about shut up! And trade up. John, I'm Trey plays like, two to four people in about an hour Girl's and a half. Got I do have boxes to come with me, or maybe two hours with more people. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. All right. Okay. Uh, six by six grid. You remember that thing? Yep. And, and, and then the and tiles gents. are face down. Okay. So the game begins. Each each round begins where you flip over two cards that everyone looks at, and that basically shows symbols on it. Okay. And the symbols then correlate with the grid. So then you are taking a tile from each of the symbols that either correspond with a column or a row. Does that make any sense at all? Yes. Okay. okay. Absolutely. So. Um, Math. So yeah, if they flip it over, you're taking two tiles off your board and you're going to look at the tiles. You're going to pick one tile to keep and you're going to pass the other tile to the player on your left. That's cool. And then of those two tiles that you now have, one of yours and one of the other person's, you're going to pick one of those tiles to then execute. I actually like that. That's really cool. It's kind of (laughs) cool. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, the only thing is like a lot of times you pick pick the tile that you want in your hand, so they better pass you something like way better. Yeah. So 90% of the time you're keeping your own tile. What you're getting is not good. You're right, I hate it. At least in in the couple plays that I've had. That's just sort of cool. That's what happens with that. Good point. So on the front of those tiles are basically like stuff that you get. So there's kind of like resources. So you get workers, you can get money, um, you can upgrade something, and it tells you what to do. So you do the tile immediately, and then you have a chance to build. And that's really where the game is. You think that the tile would be the action, but the tile is more of like you getting stuff. Um, And then everybody gets an opportunity to then build after you take the tile. And you can build either gray buildings or you can build um, buildings that have like the colors on them, red, green, yellow. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it right. sounds beautiful. Um, <laughs> build those gray Man, buildings. Yeah.
1: Or brown. Or- <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. And the workers that you're collecting through the game are those colors. So you then spend those workers to build those buildings. Oh, okay. And you build them on the spots where you just took those tiles off of.
3: Oh, okay.
0: That seems pretty
2: sick. So it might be a, a like a, a one square tile or it could be a one by two tile. Um, those are the only shapes <laughs> there's not any more than that. <laughs> so it's not polyomino. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. Um, was, I was going to ask. Yeah. There was almost, if they would have made like the L, that could have been, yep, that would have classified yeah, yeah. it. Um, But yeah, so once you are now taking those tiles, you then open up spaces on your own player board to build those buildings with the workers that you get. If you build gray buildings, it helps you move up uh, three different tracks or a fourth one gets you points, but it helps you move up these different tracks. If you build um, one that has a color on it, it helps you get presence on this like mosaic board that's on the main board. So then you take those little workers that you've been using or those tiles that you've been using and you place them on this mosaic board. If I build a red building, I take one of them and I add it to the red building. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, That's sort of like, it's not necessarily area control but it's you want all of your people like connected to each other because that will score you some points that also okay. seems cool um yeah so more, once you It
1: does remind me of Carpe Diem a little bit.
2: Yeah, maybe that's maybe he's like it's
1: like the grid and you're building the stuff and yeah, the different the things buildings you are yeah different powers and you're right yeah. the buildings are similar connecting them it gives you more see of, yeah. this got some
2: leftovers Damn. yeah, yeah. So
0: there's the scraps
2: um, <laughs> which one was the scraps I don't know
0: because it seems like maybe I'm wrong is Forum Trajanum a bigger game than mm. uh, than Carpe
3: Diem. Carpe Diem I think
2: so I also think it's a little heavier okay, as well yeah okay um, and. So once everybody does their action on their tile and then builds, it goes to the next round and you flip over two new cards and then you take two more tiles and the games keep going. Okay. If you get three rounds, there's 12 total turns. Ooh, so it's oh, tight. That yeah. So at the end of each round, there's a scoring. So, sorry, not at the end of each round. There's like a set, I guess, rounds, phases, whatever. Mm-hmm. So after every four rounds, essentially, um, you, there's just like a scoring phase. Okay? okay. So you score for gray buildings that are in the, the, each row. Um, you're going to score for your majority that's on that mosaic tile board or your connection that's on the mosaic tile. Each round has its own separate scoring mechanism, and it's usually like having certain materials as well as um, the – what's the last? One? Oh, like your presence on the bo- on your own oh, board. Okay. So if you have like two red ones in a row, that might be the scoring for the first round as well as having a blue worker and a dollar or something. like. And then it, So if you get those at the end of the round, you get more points. Yeah, it does sound like um
0: crappy game in a way.
2: Yeah, and that's 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 it. Cool. So you're playing and and you're scoring and, so this is my fourteenth Feld, okay, that I've played. Ooh, oh, really? Wow. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. Um, and honestly, I look at them and there's not many that I dislike. Right there, I think there are some for me that stand above and beyond the other ones. Is he climbing the ranks for you? I think so. Yeah, because
0: I would say you were a big yeah, maybe like Bruno
2: Cathala guy. Yeah, I think Feld has might have like passed, and I think now with like. You know, David Sertzi puts out such good games. Mm-hmm. You know, recently I think I've been shifting a little bit. Yeah. And I haven't loved the last, like, Ishtar for Bruno Cathal, I think was his last big box one. And yeah. It was okay. That was okay. What else right? does he do? Five He's, Tribes is, like, my favorite game. One of your favorite games. Um, yeah. And, you know, Vladimir, I played Praga and loved it. Yeah. So, man, yeah. there's some. But, yeah, so this is maybe the designer I've played the most of. And that's obviously not difficult because you have so many games that right. are yeah. so popular. Yeah, but, but it's think, still
0: interesting that you've played – most of them
2: yeah i mean maybe not most you played a lot of them, yeah mm-hmm. you know and so. so outside of castles of burgundy and trajan are for me far and away one two one two for me yeah yep. for sure sure the other ones i don't have any that i really dislike i know some people don't like aquasphere with you know the, the snobs don't like aquasphere and some people don't like you know la la Ila. <laughs> yeah um la Ila. and i know the daniel from the game table he doesn't like uh Stras no, it's not Strasbourg. What's the uh, spiker Speicherstadt. I love that like. game. Me too.
0: What's it and which is Speikers- the yeah. with the Kai Speicher yeah
2: <laughs> expansion. But he doesn't Speicher? like that one because I think he has Jorvik, which is might be the same. I think it's the okay, same. Okay, he thing. hasn't
0: played Schweikerstadt. I've heard a lot of people like Jorvik a lot less. Okay, than so maybe, maybe what we had is that conversation, because they're basically but, the same game. But
2: yeah, and so I would put this right in that category. Right, it's better than some of the other ones. It's not as good as I feel like Trajan is, yeah. um, but I don't hear as much about on him so I wasn't Agreed. as as pumped about it yeah. But when I played it I'm like this game is good and then I played it again recently so I played it with Devin and then I played it again just with Bill and also I like, really good. liked everything that I was doing while I was playing huh um I really like I think the tile play is what kind of makes this stand out and not necessarily the the taking taking a tile and passing it like mm-hmm. that's okay yeah. rarely did I ever take Devin's tile to use rarely did I ever take Bill's tile to use but I like planning out just what tile to take off of my board to then create the structure that I need for the, the end round scoring. Of course. I, now I need to figure out what buildings to build. Do I want to build a red building to finish off that red area on the mosaic? Do I want to build a grain building to move up on this to then get me more points? There's also these very cool tiles that um, go next to the grid and there's like three or four different symbols. There's like a pillar and a bag and an axe or something. You know, something. And every time you take one of those, you have a very cool decision. So you can either unlock an ability... So some of them will allow you to put tiles wherever you want or something. You know, so they have different abilities or you can exchange stuff or you can add a second tile to that same row to that increase the scoring of that row. Hmm. So, all right, do the decision of, all right, do I want this power for the last couple rounds of the game or do I want to score this row more? Mm-hmm. Which I thought that was really cool. Um, that was my favorite part of the game. <clears throat> there is a lot of randomness, I think in drawing the tiles. Like if I, in our last game I would just played with Bill. I never picked out one of the special tiles that allowed me to unlock one of the abilities that I wanted. Yeah. Um so you might just never pick one of those. Okay. And and I'm probably not going to pass that to Bill or Bill might not yeah. pass that to me cuz that that that's an important that's one. That's a really good one. Um and yeah. the one time I did draw one, I picked both of the pillars. So then oh, I passed to. one to Bill and he had, and then I had one. So it was like I couldn't keep both of them. So that's that's like a, um, a nitpick, so there could be some randomness there. Um, but what, that didn't really take what, away what from it. What would the
0: game be like if you didn't have that mechanism?
2: It would be... I think you'd then be able to plan everything out. Okay. Um, because if I could look at my grid and well, like, see everything... Well, what if you had to discard it instead of pass it? Yeah, I, that could be... It would be you different, I, mean? I guess. Like, I just wonder it just if away, it's not as right? interesting
0: for you. Because I, I hear what you're saying, like, yeah, you're right. That mo- It better be really awesome mm-hmm. for you to pick it over the one that you picked. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? think, I don't and know. And then if, the other person's discarding it. So it's, they're not valuing it. Is there situations where they don't value it, but you will? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because like, I might really... need,
2: maybe I needed a green worker or I yeah. needed a brown worker or a silver one or whatever, or gray. And maybe I didn't get that and Bill happens to pass me one. But is there a different option where Bill knows, oh, Jeff needs this? Yeah. You could probably play that way. Okay. I don't know if. I paid attention enough to know yeah, like, hate there's also yeah. ways to change the color of the, the workers. And there's easy ways to do things. I think this is just like a, a little bit of a player interaction. Gotcha. If not, I'm kind of playing everything on my own. And I'm just saying, all right, Bill, are you done? And I'm done. And then we just move on. Yeah. This was a way to kind of make a little okay. bit of a decision. Um, there's this very cool thing on top. That's like this slider. Okay. And it just, it has a number of points on it and it, Every time you take this upgrade action, you can slide this slider across the top of your board, and as you slide it across the top of your board, it increases your points for endgame scoring. So, like, Bill was getting seven points for his scoring cards at the end, and I was only getting five, Mm -hmm. which is why I wanted one of those bags flip that thing over. So that was a cool kind of mechanism. So, you know, you might be focusing on something else, and I might want to slide this thing up so I can score. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of endgame points. I really liked that. It's not super attractive. Um, the game is kind of just, you know, if you might walk fan, by it. Attractiveness it doesn't is matter. not what you... The, yeah. Actually, the quality of the stuff was good, right? Yeah. The tiles oh, are thick. The yeah. player board is it's nice. It's not pretty. Um, but it's just the the covers like, you might walk by it. Absolutely, right? you would. Um, it looks very ho-hum. Yeah. And even, I like, for how much I, I like the Trajan cover, that cover would grab me more than, like, forums, So where like does down. this go in the 14? So I've played this twice now, and I've played... Bonfire now twice, and I, I think I put the two of them now probably in, in the top five.
0: Whoa! Wow. Forum Trajanum? I think Trajanum? so. I
2: really liked it. Whoa! But again, now I'm I'm sitting and I want to play Bora Bora again, which would yep. probably boot that thing back down. I would probably go Trajan, Castles of Burgundy. Um, I like Bonfire, man. Bonfire, Forum Trajanum, and then Bora Bora, which I think would probably replace and push back down. But Man, everything's wow. He's just good, yeah. yeah. No, I hear he's good.
0: Well, I like it because it's so different. Because I mean, well, Castle of Burgundy and Trajan are, yeah, us two, mm-hmm. but I, I, Amerigo for me, I think. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Amerigo, Amerigo. Yeah. yeah. I would
2: put Amerigo at three, I think, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Amerigo's so two I think I'll put Amerigo at three, me. especially because we just played that again. Devin and I just played that again. Did, and, and you, that you was said awesome. Devin liked it more, even? Yeah, the second time she also won, so that might have helped. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, yeah, did you get better? Um, randomness in the second play i think so i think we also got more options a lot of times that's what our which first was game cool. was
0: well we had more options almost all the time and i remember yeah. you had said like it was tight like we'd yeah. throw cubes in there and they wouldn't
2: come out yeah we were really, like we, oh we, we would pick between two of them instead yeah of four. right which is not yeah i fun. really enjoyed the second play yeah i forgot about amerigo so that would probably push maybe four mod, out of the top five yeah. maybe which is still, but you're, but but you're still, still saying it's like still up it's there. still cool yeah, yeah like awesome I know. There, I think there's a big lump, right? From yeah. maybe five, four to ten. There's probably this yeah. big lump of that games could that could easily shift. interchange. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, agreed. So Forum Trajanum. For no, no Trajan. For Juno. Trajan.
2: For Juno.
0: Juno Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since I told you the Best Buy computer D story, you got a little sense of what the D's like um, out in public. He has no. What's the word? Shame? Yeah. Shame. Or well,
1: it's like funny because like the if other... If he thinks
0: s- he's right about something. I'll yeah. Say,
1: but the other side of him too is he's like extremely social and outgoing too. Yeah. He's like, not, he not like He like a- makes friends with, you know, a waitress every time he goes out. Right.
0: right. Yep. Yeah. He's like, not know. just this like gruff monster yeah. I was afraid of. He's just this huge... Personality, yep. who you know people are drawn to. Right. He just also has the the story. The more funny stories switch. are the other side. Yeah. Where yes. he's you know. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> as I said um, earlier in the episode, I, we lost uh, my mom uh, ten years ago or so, a little over ten years ago as well. While she was going through her treatment, um, her favorite thing was Burger King. She just it was like a not a guilty pleasure. It was just like a a comfort food yeah. for her. You know, she was kind of not caring about what she ate at that point. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: Sorry, okay. ignore my giggling. I've heard of these stories and just I I'm going to be giggling, <laughs> yeah. so just ignore it. Like if you hear Ryan That's telling fun. a story and I'm like, he <laughs> just try to ignore it. This is one of the so this funny. is one of the best
0: ones. Okay. So so anyway, she loved Burger King. And so one day my dad was like, you know, hey, hon, I'm going to go get some Burger King for you. You know, what do you, What do you want? And so she tells him and, you know, I I was there. So he's like, what do you want, Rye? And I tell him. And, you know, we just got a bur- – each of us got a burger and fries. That was it. I don't even think we got a drink, okay? <laughs> he comes home 40 minutes later and Burger King is like, we're down the street. 40 minutes later, armfuls, bags, tons of <laughs> food in his hands and his face is like, ah, uh, like, what <sighs> – He's just really amped up. Like he's like energized. Yeah. You know, not necessarily happily, but he's just like, he's just got this look of like something just happened. So I'm like, what? what, what how do you have all this food? Well, let me tell you, he says. <laughs> <laughs> he's th- okay, so he's like, so here I am in the back of the line. There's a really long line at Burger King. There's this asshole at the front of the line and he's got nothing but change. He's trying to pay with nickels and pennies and dimes. I don't even know if he had any quarters. He's just paying. And, you know, so he's just like, one, two, here's a nickel. How much more do I owe? Oh, $14. Okay, here's a dime. You know, and all of us in line, you know, that's not going to fly with my dad. Mm, (laughs) No. So my dad eventually, he's like, what the? Is going on, and someone in front of him. He's like, someone in front of me is like, oh, there's this jerk up front who's just paying with all change, and he's been there for like ten minutes. And so my
2: dad's like, well, this is not okay. <laughs> Which easily could have been forty five seconds. It was probably but it not. Have, long. It just angered him to yeah, a point it, where it, the time yeah. stopped. It, yeah.
0: If, if it's longer than it should be. His patience is negative 30, yeah. right? If it's like, okay, there's a little bit of a line, I guess this sucks. And he's not going to just go off flap the handle. But if there's something where in his brain he has the righteous, you know, ground, he's going to act on it. Yeah, He's not well, – where most of us in our heads would be like, oh, this jerk.
1: right? But He never says it out loud and does something.
0: Okay, so he goes up to the front of the counter as this guy's like, 1, 15, 35, 40. And he's like, hey what do you think you're doing? You're holding up the entire line. And when he says that, he spooks the guy. The guy throws all his change in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, and it goes all over the place. And the guy, my dad's like, what are you doing? Get out. And the guy runs away. The guy like, (laughs) my dad spooks him so much. He takes off outside. My dad immediately turns to the counter Slams his fist on the counter and goes, I demand compensation oh my
3: God.
0: <laughs> for this horribly traumatic ordeal he's apparently been through. So knowing my dad, he's a little guy. My dad was, I'm taller than my dad and I'm only 5'10 on a good day. Okay. <laughs> my dad was probably 5'9, 5'8. He's not a big, he's not like a huge presence.
1: Mm-hmm. His voice is. But everyone
0: <laughs> was terrified of the man. <laughs> You know, so he's not like this like giant bodybuilder looming over you. He's just this huge voice, right? But so something he did to this guy spooked everyone. The he, the way he tells it, the entire line was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah he the guy he right it. the door. <laughs> but so the people behind the counter, he demands compensation. <laughs> I demand compensation, which is a line that we all say now. Yep. Um, and they just started throwing food at him. <laughs> much like Best Buy in the computer. Oh, you know, because, hey, sometimes you got to be an asshole, right? So they just keep giving him food until he's apparently satisfied, oh, until he's but. been thoroughly compensated. But the story doesn't end there. So he takes his food, because he just jumped the line himself, right? Yeah. yeah. So he takes his food, and he goes into the parking lot to leave. The guy is waiting for him in the parking lot. <laughs> and he's, my dad's walking out with his food. And my dad is a uh, gun-carrying, free American kind of guy. You know, yeah. like, he's proudly displaying his his gun. Um, and this guy, <laughs> the guy's like, I don't have to take that abuse from you. You know, I used to get abused when I was younger, and this is not okay. And my dad, instead of being like, oh, you know, hey, I'm sorry, but that was just, you were taking too long, like a normal person would do, he puts his hand on his gun and like steps forward and just goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy goes,
3: and
0: then he gets in the car and comes home. Yep. And it's been about forty guy's minutes. Guys, probably like I'm so
1: hungry, <laughs> and all I have is this change. And your Apparently, all over oh, the Burger King floor now.
0: Yep. <laughs> he lost all of his money. <laughs> yeah. and Meanwhile, my dad's like, "Wow, I has got some
1: free food."
0: Yeah, <laughs> we had he had bags and bags <laughs> oh my of food. God. It's like they gave him everybody that else was in line's yeah. order and they were like just make it now make everyone else stuff. in
1: line had to wait for him to like recook all the burgers. And
0: stuff. <laughs> hey, they applauded him according <laughs> yeah, to apparently <laughs> yeah. apparently they applauded him. Good There's a thousand stories of him where <laughs> that I have where he's just like Done something crazy like this and just somehow got in his way instead of had the police called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're like, "Well, he's just a little guy. We'll just give him what he wants." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he's terrifying. Anyway, so that is D story number two.
2: Jeff, what do you have for us next? Game number three or four?
3: <laughs> three or four.
2: <laughs> hey, you guys like dinosaurs? Love dinosaurs.
3: Um, you cool. Sure? <laughs> yes.
2: That's it. This game has nothing to do with dinosaurs. No, I also kidding. love jeans. <laughs> Um, this game is called Trajan for John. <laughs> <laughs> no, this game is called Dinogenics. Yep. Have you ever heard of Dinogenics, oh, Natalie? Yeah.
1: Oh. I only have heard it be- on the board game now.
2: Okay, they love it, which is yeah. a testament to itself. If you care about their opinion at all, like no one does. Uh, <laughs> well, I care about Gabby's opinion. Yeah, now, right. they don't like a ton of games, but they like Dinogenics. They also like games that I don't like. So it's not like, but anyway, they, they like Dinogenics and I think DinoGenics falls behind Dinosaur Island people, so they were on Kickstarter at the same time. Is that what it was? Yes, okay. they
0: were on Kickstarter at the same time. Um, Dinosaur Island's Kickstarter was a lot more popular. Yeah, Pandasaurus Vastly obviously the bigger. More, they're a bigger company. Yeah, so much that helped, more but. popular. And I know Jamie from the Secret Cabal. He was just, back when they were both like there. He was like, well, "What one do I do?" He picked DinoGenics. and so Dinosaur Island came out much sooner. Yeah. And it blew up. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, shit. Mm-hmm. I just, I made the wrong choice. Darn it. No, Dinosaur Island is amazing. Not. Dinogenics is probably going to suck.
1: Did you play Dinosaur Island?
0: I have not. So this might not be the greatest. We a
1: big fan of it.
0: We can tell you. Yeah, we didn't really love it. I'll say that. But Jamie loves Dinogenics. Jamie loves. He yeah. got Dinogenics and he was like, I'm, I, he's like, maybe this is the ownership bias, but I like this better than Dinosaur Island. It's so good. Mm.
2: So, I'm sorry. That, that's yeah. my pre no, Thanks, because I didn't know they were on, yeah. on at the same time. Yep. But I know yeah. that this one always kind of falls falls behind. People think about dinosaur games, and they immediately go to Dinosaur Island. Yeah. Um, this game is really good. DinoGenics is really good. And I, after talking to you guys about Dinosaur Island, I didn't really want to play it. Right? Yeah. You guys didn't like it, so I was like, well, eh. Let's just kind of see what yeah. else is out there. And besides, like, Draftosaurus, there's there's not oh, a lot of like heavy dinosaur games. Yep, I It's that theme is maybe falls into kids. There's yeah. like the egg dino one SOS that you have. Yeah. Yep. Some things, but this is a, this is a heavier, this is a worker placement dinosaur game. And I was like, okay, this looks cool. Big box. And yeah, Ninth oh. Haven, it's a big box. It's like the picture on it is okay. I wish it would have gone a little like, not to the point of almost over the top like dinosaur islands yeah. like pink and yellow. Yeah. This is more looks like dinosaurs, right? right? But it also comes across like the cover's a little darker at whatever. So it doesn't pop out as much, but it's good. So, the 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 theme of it is 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 Jurassic Park, right? Yep. You take the role of billion dollar corporations trying okay. to compete to make the best dinosaur theme park, which is okay. just So cool, right? That is cool. And everybody loves Jurassic Park. And if you don't, I don't know what your problem is. (laughs) So it's played over seven seasons or seven rounds where players are placing workers on the main board to do things like get dinosaur DNA cards to build facilities in your park that increases like um, the people that are there. They're like hotels or their food courts or just different kind of ways that you increase your, your park. You build fences keep the dinosaurs in of course Mm -hmm. Uh, you can get money you can get these very cool manipulation cards which just have like like a super action on it so instead of doing one thing you do a couple or you can move things or whatever it's like a super action these manipulation cards and of course obviously create these dinosaurs and the way you create these dinosaurs is you are sort of set collecting these dna cards And then when you're ready to build a dinosaur, you turn in these sets. So it might be like two to build a little raptor. I'm saying build to create a (laughs) raptor. It might be like five for a T-Rex or four for like a Brontosaurus. And then you turn those in and you then add that dinosaur to your park. Okay. And cool. every dinosaur, there's seven, eight dinosaurs or so. Uh, Every dinosaur has their own requirement of like the size pen that they need. They can't be in... Uh, the same pen with another dinosaur, or they're just going to go bananas, right? Yeah. So they have to have specific requirements. So your park has to be set up for that at all times. If at any time your park is not set up for that dinosaur, it's going to rampage, which oh. is pretty cool. So <laughs> you roll this dice, and it'll essentially like destroy <laughs> things in your stuff. park. It will eat guests. Oh. It will whatever. Oh. There is one cool thing on the die. There's like, it's almost like a blank, right? If you roll it, you're like, all right, nothing happened. Yeah, everything's cool. But instead of a blank, they put this like, happy smiley face on it okay (laughs) and what it is what it represents they say in the the rule book is that it's like a naive guest so the naive guest thinks that this rampaging dinosaur is all part of the show and like (laughs) takes a picture and you get an extra dollar so it's like it's just like a i just think that's so funny that like this person was so close to death but was like wow this is so cool um because they could have just made it a blank and you'd be like cool but that that was kind of a cool funny So um, as you make these and you add um, facilities, as you create these dinosaurs add facilities, your park becomes super, like, thematic looking, right? Okay. So the player boards are recessed where your your fences actually sit, like, in the board. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is cool. So the whole grid is fences. So you have these fences, and, you know, the brontosaurus needs to, like not be fenced in at all it has to be like open area but if another dinosaur gets out of its cage now the brontosaurus and the other dinosaur are going to rampage because the requirements are not met so then Mm -hmm. it can like escalate right you can be rolling this rampage die a few times but that feels like jurassic park right that feels like yeah you know you can you can play this game and play it very safe right you can play this and just create everything you need and and that kind of stuff but i think it's a game that rewards taking a chance right okay um and then as you add dinosaurs to your park, you get prestige and you get reputation. And then you earn points at the end of every round for how many dinosaurs are there, how many guests are in your park and that kind of stuff. The theme, the theme is so cool in this. And uh, Natalie just pulled up a picture and I forgot to I'll talk about these goats. Okay, you get these goats and you have to feed your dinosaurs. <laughs> with so you live, to, with like, live bait. <laughs> yeah, so one of, the, one of the, uh, the spots that you go to in the worker placement are these goats and you get goats and you have to feed them. Again, if you don't get enough food, they rampage and they go crazy and they knock down fences and they destroy buildings and eat guests. And it just, the, the theme just comes together. I felt like I was making this theme park. Yeah. Like I felt entranced in the game. Like this yeah. is cool. And then, you know, there's events that flip over and you got to like handle those. It's just, it all comes together really, really well. And the, one of my favorite parts of these, those manipulation cards, And I think you would like this too. Okay. These, these kind of super actions. So I, I can take a manipulation card and, and I can do like two things on my turn, or it lets me like build a dinosaur, create a dinosaur with less DNA cards or something that just kind of can jumpstart your engine a little bit, but they're all awesome. Like they're all good cards. So I really like I, that. that I love yeah. I love that kind of stuff. The ol- so the only issue I think we had, and some people on Board Game Geek also have this, but it's I don't want to say it's been fixed, but it's been adjusted a little bit. There there is a first player advantage if you're winning at the the end of each round you get to take guests and add them to your hotels. If you're first, you get basically claim at more guests than everybody else. Oh, so kind of like, like if you're leader. winning, you might run away with it. Um, and I think I've read some things and I would agree, if you're behind, you need to like play more risky. You need to take those big chances, put those big dinosaurs in your park, even if you don't have the, uh, the fencing for them or the requirements for them, get the prestige points for them because they're still going to be in your park. They don't ever run away. So- They're going to be in your park. You're going to get the points for them. You might lose a building, but this is your chance to, like, take over the lead and then fix it, right? So I would say the next time I played, I would want to be more risky. I would want to, like, take some chances because I started behind and I just never could catch up. And Devin, like, crushed the game. She had, like, perfect hotels. She, like, did so well. But I needed to do something to take over first. Yeah. And, And I'm kind of okay with that. Like, if I'm in line, I need to do something. I yeah. can't do the same yeah. thing that's, that and Devin is doing to win and expect to win. Yeah, sure. So I needed to adjust my game like you plan. you you could have? I think so. After Devin, because Devin and I kind of talked about it, because we both really enjoyed playing it and thought it was, like, fun. Mm-hmm. We talked about, like, I needed to just make a T-Rex in my park and just let him go crazy. Yeah. Because I needed those nine reputation, because then I might have passed her in the second round. Sure. And then I might have been pushing away Now you're the one getting this and now I'm what even though a building might get destroyed or something so that was my only complaint for the first round for the first game but I think that changes I think that I would just play it differently yeah and again I don't care too much that I win I obviously play games to try to win I don't care too much but the, the it was just fun to play yeah, and I know there's an expansion out that I don't have that people are saying is awesome. Oh really? And does adds it do? some great things. I think it adds it adds more facility buildings. I don't know if it does anything with the points or the leader kind of situation. And a couple new dinosaurs. Um, I'm assuming new manipulation cards and stuff like that. But, cool. So I'll be looking out for that. I know because it's a smaller publisher, the print run not, might not be as often or as big. So you, I might need to like just keep an eye out for it.
0: Which is another testament to the fact that it was probably not as you know it was overlooked compared to Dinosaur Island.
2: Yeah i would i would look into that if you liked people asked me when i posted and i felt bad because i didn't have the knowledge of both both of those games people were like what's better what's better and i would just like refer them to like an article i'm like here's this cool article i read about both of them that really gives a a pretty decent comparison i think a lot of people are like they pick a lane right and they're like dinosaur island is the best dinogenics is the best the people that i have similar gaming brains with like dinogenics better than dinosaur island um I think it's a heavier game. I think it's a little more thematic. And I know that Pandasaurus is now coming out with Dinosaur World. Yep. So there's also the Doolasaur Island. Oh which yeah, the Duelasaur. Is dinosaur Island for two but uh, it was a big hit for him yeah and if you're just looking to like help out a smaller publisher who's awesome there's these like these people that work it looks
0: at, really cool on the table those oh the, man the pens so are all awesome. three-dimensional yes which is really so sweet. cool the dinosaurs are three-dimensional yeah because and... they
2: could have just made flat things and you just laid them mm-hmm. out there but man the production quality is awesome mm-hmm. you buy again i talked about the little goats this little goat yeah the goat yes. these little dinosaur you know it just felt so cool and if you like dinosaurs it's just like get it
0: yeah it's cool dinosaur game
2: yeah dinogenics. dinogenics
0: dinogenics that's awesome Okay, D story number three. This is a short one, but this is uh, one of the ones that makes us laugh the hardest. So, all right. Um, you're, you're starting to learn a little bit about my dad and I am. All these stories I'm telling are, are definitely the ones where he's, again, more gruff and, and, and maybe a little bit mean. But it also, it's, it's part of what gives him his character, which we all love. So, he had a rule. And it wasn't a rule that he, like, explained to people. It was just, if, you know, being his son, I knew this was the rule, and so I'd tell everybody, you don't call the house after 10 p.m. That is a no-no. If you want to, you know, be berated until, you know, you're a little bit short of suicide, call the house after 10 p.m. You'll get my dad, and he will make you feel like, you know, the lowest person on earth for doing that. So...
2: (laughs) Because this, this is home phones.
0: This is an era of home phones. We don't have salt. Right. This is not their of home phones. So, um, a blunder happened where we didn't tell that information to, you know, our all of our friends' significant others. So, a friend of mine, um, his girlfriend, <laughs> she had our home phone and she was looking for him. Uh, this is Jake. And he had a girlfriend named Stephanie.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Old Steph.
0: <laughs> and so, uh, I don't know, one day we were just all out doing something and she was looking for him. And she called his cell phone. He didn't answer or whatever. So she decided at 10.30.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, boy. That she would try. And that's that's after 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Oh, 10.30 yeah. is after 10. That's after 10. That's not like 10.01. Even though, even though at
2: 10.01, he would still do it. Yes, I think the ten thirty election is probably the same. Even as at like nine
0: fifty, yeah. probably still do it. <laughs> but so uh, she called it about ten thirty, looking for him, looking, totally. looking for me, looking for him. So here's how here's how it goes. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Is Ryan there? Who is this? <laughs> this is Stephanie well Daphne you know what time it is don't call anymore click (laughs) 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 so she finally gets a hold of us and she tells us the story you know and we're like she's like oh my god I just I just had to talk to Ryan's dad on the phone. And I'm like, oh, you called my house? I'm like, oh, God, what did he do? And she's like, well, my name is not Stephanie anymore. It's Daphne now, apparently. And she told us what he said. And it's the funniest, like, two seconds. Who is this? Stephanie.
3: Well,
2: Daphne, well, Daphne. don't call
3: anymore.
2: <laughs> Part of me goes back and forth because, I, you know, how many times I've heard this story and love it of, like, <laughs> did he, in his mind, hear Daphne? Yes, I think or so. Or yeah. did he purposely go, You, you know what? F, what? F you, Screw Stephanie. <laughs> your name's no. Daphne now, boo. And you're just like, He Yo, was. Even that's the fact
1: that he's just like, Who is this? <laughs> like, like, what if he was like a legit person, you know? Like, it's he, your sister. <laughs> he was
0: like, Yeah. He was not. So he was like, He could be really goofy and charismatic, but he was not like creative in that way. Like, he wouldn't like. I'm gonna screw with this yeah. person. unless he saw it on That's Seinfeld. It, and appropriated <laughs> it. but it's more in his nature to just be like, "I'm gonna light Whoa. this woman on fire right now for calling my house past ten o'clock." So yeah, so we only called her Daphne after that until <laughs> obviously broke up. But yeah, um, that is one of my favorites only because <laughs> this this person who doesn't know him. Right, if you don't know him that's it's traumatic it's true yeah it's traumatic. like the guy in the parking lot yeah right exactly it's traumatizing and so just just like every time i think of that story i think of her perspective just calling because anybody else in the world you call they're just like oh no they're not here but (laughs) you get the d yep and
2: Yeah, oh, not only he, did he yell he's at not her, here he and me the wrong name, and listen, we, you know, we're in bed. Please, yeah, don't, you please know, don't this call. is a little right. late. This is a little o'clock. bit
0: late. You know, uh, you know, not to be rude, but this is a little late for us. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: hello. And he wasn't ready. Like, like that could have, like, now he said that could have been an emergency yep, call. Right. He was not having that. Either. Oh
0: no, That's he great. was ready for it too. I almost feel like part of him was like. Oh fuck yeah! Someone's calling again.
2: He's like, I'll get
0: to <laughs> I can uh, do it. I can justifiably yeah. express my rage. Yep. My anger is built up all day.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: Daphne's getting the yep. brunt of this one.
0: So that's my third D story. Uh, that one's titled
2: Daphne. Daphne. Yeah, I, title. I think I've told you this, but. I've told that story a handful of times to people because it's funny. Yeah. It's like short and funny. And I told that story when I went to South Africa to the group that went to South Africa with us. Yeah. And they thought it was hilarious. So there was like 18 (laughs) of us that went to South Africa and we had two big- stories are
0: spanning the globe. Maybe 12
2: or 13. I told that story and we had two vans. So after telling that story, everybody named the van Stephanie and Daphne. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> you never told me
2: I never that. Told you that. If you did, I uh, forgot.
3: That is the
0: greatest yeah. thing I've
2: ever heard. So and people would be like, you know, we would we would just like say where you know, who, what are you ride, and like, oh, you're going Stephanie or Daphne, and that would be like where what van That's we were awesome. in for the day. What
0: a tribute! What a yeah. tribute that is. I'm telling you, his his his, his charisma spans the yep. globe now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Stephanie and Daphne. <laughs> well daphne oh my gosh that's so great that's great <laughs> wow thank you for telling me that all right jeff yeah. what is the last game you have to talk to us about let's talk today? about
2: more games let's talk about a heavy ass game <laughs> oh, called yeah. cerebria oh we, we owned that, that, that well. for a time <laughs> that game lose. is deep yeah that game is heavy 4.4.28 yes. point, point okay um and that's very deep and i would it's all of that <laughs> um, it's it's all a 4.28 not a bad thing but it's all no, of that. The mind so clash it's a, games tend to be yes. tend to be very heavy. So yeah, this is a mind clash game and probably their least popular i would say maybe they're least true. praised even but still i think if you look on bgg it's like still a 7.8 oh yeah it gets, it's still it gets high love. but Tracarion and anachrony those are the two if, if you don't if you're familiar with mind clash or not those are the two you're going to see anachrony is on like every third post as i scroll through <laughs> yeah things, especially now that they yeah the big sent out, out this mm-hmm. the house that that game lives in yep mm-hmm. um we're inside of it right now yeah and tricarion mm-hmm. i think is uh kelly the geek chic um, that's her favorite right it's um, her favorite yeah mm-hmm. um they're maybe her favorite game Yeah, I think so. So what I loved about Cerebrio that really kind of drew me to it right away was the theme. I think it's – and the art is like – all the art in all their games are just so cool. But for some reason, this one stands out to me as like my favorite artwork um, of of their games. Yeah.
0: And the one I had, dude, I had the
2: all-in pledge where the minis were painted – Oh, that's cool so i think yeah. yours was standees right i have standees but i also Which are have sweet. i have the expansion that has the minis but oh you not do painted. okay yeah, yeah i had them all painted it was so
0: gorgeous that was that was a uh, a symptom of we need some cash
2: Yeah. that game yeah. gave
0: us a lot at that at that
2: moment sure and I, I yeah i played with the standees uh the first two times and then just because i wanted to review the game the base right and yep. now i'm gonna add i'll add in the expansion with the the minis, I was super tempted. I was like, let me just do it. But I'm like, I'm doing yeah. the base game. So let me do the base game. Uh, even the standees, the art is cool yeah, sweet on like them. So it's so Cerebra is a team based game for two to four, really two or four. Yeah. It's three player variants, but it's a two player game or a four player game. And you are on teams, okay? And you are representing these spirits, either gloom or bliss. And you're trying to shape and control what the game calls the inside world or, you know, the brain or yeah. mm-hmm. a personality inside it's inside which now. which again that theme <laughs> yeah have you ever seen a game with that theme like have you no. ever had a game where like you are essentially being a f- debbie downer and you want this game you want to you want your personality in this game to be to be gloom that's one yeah. of the great like, things yeah. about cool
0: those games are you don't really that see really those cool. themes yeah yeah very
2: often and so the gameplay really surrounds playing emotion cards which would either fall into the gloom or bliss category mm-hmm. um to these different areas of the board in order to control the cerebria. So it is a area control game at heart. Yeah. So you want to control these different zones of the brain because that will then influence the personality and then the, if you, you know, win, you this person is gloom or bliss. Right. Um so on your turn players take 3 actions to either move around the cerebria, which is just moving around the board to these different spots, which again all all have it's heavy It's not just moving. Um, (laughs) You can activate different realms of the Cerebria. So where you are has its own action on the board that you can take, which is very cool. Um, You can invoke or upgrade emotion cards. Invoke would just be playing them onto the board to then try to take control of the different realms um, of the board. You can upgrade them, which would then be would make that emotion more powerful. So if I played out happiness and I added another one that that zone would be more happy. Um okay. you can remove opponents' emotions. You can also fortify certain areas, try pretty much protecting your control of mm-hmm. that zone. And team earn teams earn points. So whether it's just you or you and someone else earn points by accomplishing these public goals as well as your own private goal. I like that. Which um that cool. so there's seven or eight goals, and there's a public stack of them, there's a private stack of them for each team. So the only time you can't have is, is if my goal, my public goal, or my personal goal matches the private goal, you have to shuffle and draw a mm. new one. But it's a lot of them are, you know, controlling the most zones, having the most tokens on your cards, you know, controlling the most this area. So they're basically like that. Um, and you're you're vying to not only achieve your goal, but also the public one, which is kind of cool. OK, you can't achieve the other person's <laughs> goal and like beat them to the points. You know, like you can't luck into that. We're sure. like, oh, man, on the last turn. Ryan this got happened. more things than me. Yeah, and now that. I lose not only my own card, but the public card. So I can just beat you and you wouldn't get anything. Sure. Right. But then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to take things from you. That's good. And if you achieve these goals, you're basically adding these cool like fragments that they call like fragments of your spirit to the identity in the middle of the board. And that's what, if you've ever seen pictures of Cerebria, that's the tower in the middle. So they're either that, that deep purple color or this orangey red sort of color. And, you're creating this tower and that's the personality of, that's the identity of the So you want to have game, more right? of your color You section. want more of your color in there. Okay. Um, and you do that by, like, if I if I achieve my goal and the public goal, I get to add a big chunk to the, uh, to the identity. To the personality right? pie. And really, you're playing, um, once the end of the, like, last objective has been, so once one objective is completed, you flip that over and you move on. Once the last one is completed, you look at the identity and you basically score points for the chunks that are in there that's that's kind of the the big thing so you're you're winning with you know 20 you know you're not getting hundreds yeah. and hundreds yeah. of points you just want the most in there for the most part cool i like um, that kind of winning condition yeah, yeah. and I, I like I oversimplified like an extremely complicated game by <laughs> yeah. just kind of talking through it because you know I could have like each card has an ability that you have to keep track of so every card that's on the board might do something different that you that changes how you're doing things or has sure. an ability on the board you can upgrade your actions on your player board which changes how you play okay you can actually start the game not having the available like not having the move action even available oh but start with an upgraded extra action like a different action that's upgraded so you can kind of pick. I only need these two actions to start the game, but I'm going to upgrade them right away. So that's pretty cool. And as you go out throughout the game, you're upgrading them. How long does it take? It's longer. Um, Even with two? Yeah, it's it's a two hour game. It's okay. it's a two hour. It's not bad. With yeah. with explanation, it'd probably take a two and a half. And with for the first four, thing,
0: you're going. Yeah, I would think that's <clears> yeah. a lot more.
2: Yeah. So when you play with two, it suggests you can play with like one person. So one of the spirits. And then there's like kind of like a I don't want to call it a dummy player, but there's then something else, or you can play with two of the 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 people, right? Two spirits. So I can control two spirits, and you can control two spirits, and that's kind of that's how we played. And I also shockingly, I don't play solo games. I actually soloed the game. What? That's how I tried to learn it. Oh, I see. And I don't play games by myself. Wow. Yeah. and
0: I could see that you wanted to do that, though, because it's a very
2: heavy. game. You gotta is make sure you heavy. have it all right before yeah. you teach it. They even had so they have like a, a, a starter. Like here is how you set up your first game. It doesn't do it like the game we were talking about earlier. Um, it just says, like, all right, don't don't upgrade an action to start with. Put your tokens here. You have all the actions available. Um, you know, take out these two these two cards from each deck. They're a little more complicated. And they just say this is this is the first game you should play. And then you can add some of the stuff to kind of. I don't want to say overcomplicated, but overcomplicated. Mm-hmm. the 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 game initially like is fine. Like I, I, don't know if I want to add all this other stuff just yet because man, it's there's just a lot yeah. going yeah. on. It
0: would take you a while before um, you
2: needed to expand. Yeah, because you got to pay attention to all these powers. You got to pay attention to the <clears throat> the goals. You have to manage these two resources. I didn't even talk about with ambition and willpower. Those have to be like you have to do that. And but for some reason, I think the theme makes the game make some sense if it was just like nonsensical where it was like you want to control and they could have made it areas of europe right you want yeah. to control different and but for some reason this whole kind of emotional identity sort of thing made sense and i thought that was really cool to kind of tie this thing together it's also really tactical because it's area control like you have to adjust you move into a spot that i had control of and now you control it i have to, yeah, shift, I gotta right? out how to take that yeah. back so turns can be long because i can't think five turns ahead i can plan but that gets screwed up really easily um i loved like the board and i think that would be your i think that would be ryan's favorite part would be upgrading these actions to be like now i only have to spend one to move and i can upgrade this thing oh, or i can add it th- like that's cool because i know you like taking things off and getting better things. Yeah. this would be like taking an action to upgrade yeah and on your turn you can upgrade before you then take the action so that would be like you can have a very awesome turn of like because I could think, well, oh, Ryan can't move there and do this, and then you're like, ha ha ha, suck but it. I do this, and you do it, boom! Yeah, yeah, so that, those, that was very cool. Yeah, the art, like we talked about, is so awesome. Um, I'm I'm gonna try with the expansion, even if it's just adding. So the expansion adds another spirit into the game, which I think opens it up for like a a more smoother three player experience. Okay. Because I could control gloom, you could control bliss, and then you, the other person could control the other one. Whatever the other remember. thing is, yeah. Um, and and then the minis but it is super heavy you know it's it's not gonna hit the table all the time because of how heavy it is okay yeah. and it's something that it's it might be like more of a nerd fest game more of I play with Bill um, yeah once or twice a year right. kind of game yeah. but it was cool like I, I just kind of like liked all of the things that were going on even though there was a lot and I was checking the rule book and I was having to look at cards um, but it all kind of came together well. Like better than I thought when I first read it. I'm like, holy sh! This rule book is huge. I have to pay attention to everything. But it kind of clicked. Um, yeah. Good. So cool. maybe maybe we could play it.
0: Maybe yeah, we could that's try good. It. Yeah. I, it was one that we wanted I got rid of it it. and I was kind of like, yeah. yeah, we always wanted to play but then it. But then we were and- just
1: like I don't even. I, I remember, remember
0: we needed. I think there was something we. It was like oh, we could use the money for. We needed to do something, right? And we were like,
1: "When are we actually going to play?" And this? it was even like, though "Yeah, though when are we to? actually
0: ever going to play this?" So yeah. let's just move it out. We have a ton of games. Yeah, yeah. cool. Well, so yeah, that would
2: Cerebria. Yeah, if you like heavy ass games, mind Clash. Check this one out because they like cool. Games. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: All right, so here we are at the last D story of the day. This one is maybe the newest. The yeah. most frequent or the most recent of all of his stories, maybe the turkey perky jerky was. Oh yeah, <laughs> but this one is entitled "The Inch Belt." Yes, this, this may have taken over as my personal favorite. It's of all of his
2: it's story. a good one.
0: All right, so he one of his favorite restaurants was Chili's. He loves to go there, and so he invited me and Natalie to Chili's one day. This was not long ago. This was a year a years ago. or two maybe um was it like right before he yeah, was I diagnosed was he was i think it was say. right before he was diagnosed and so we go to chili's and i said so i get there first and he's in um <laughs> he's in the booth and he's got like like a pair of shorts with him it was weird and I, they were like on the table and it, he was the d so he just wore jean shorts so there was shorts, right yeah just yeah. sitting yeah. on the table and i'm like I'm like, what do you got? What are these shorts here? And he's like, he's like, oh, I got to tell you something. He's like, you're not going to like this, though. (laughs) And for him to say that, to qualify that to me, meant I was in store for something good. And I was like, what did you do? And he's like, well, there's this really awesome belt that I've wanted for so long called the Inch Belt, and if you don't know the Inch Belt, I don't know if it's actually called. I don't the even inch think belt. it's called. That I think it was like a it. seen on TV. Not, thing. I've
2: Googled it a lot because I was gonna try to yeah, find something and put an it in it. the basket, yeah. yeah, in the care oh, package. So but it's really funny. more like yeah. a ratchet.
0: So it's a ratcheting belt. belt. It's basically
3: <laughs> yeah. it's a it cool, doesn't have holes. It's
0: right? really it's cool. cool. It's it's a very cool thing. Yeah, there's no holes, so it just every like millimeter there's another little ratchet, and you can just ratchet the belt to you know to basically get a lot more.
2: To However fat you are.
0: Yeah, however. <laughs> fat you are or however skinny you are it, it doesn't just conform to the to the circle dots yeah. right so he wanted this thing so bad he saw it on tv he found out they had it at um Kohl's. at Coles. so he goes to Coles. this is before this is right before he came to Chili's to see us he goes to Coles and he, he he goes to the he goes up to somebody and he's like he's like yeah hi the inch belt <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> And they're like, uh, excuse me? And and he's like, I'd like to buy the inch belt, please. And they're like, We don't carry, we don't we don't have the inch belt. And he's like, Oh, really? <laughs> he's like, I'd like to speak to the belt department supervisor, please. <laughs> <laughs> like Coles
1: has a belt the department.
0: The belt department. Depar- Super- Not only does Coles, he thinks, has a belt department, <laughs> yep. there's a whole department called belts.
2: Yeah. But that specific department has a hierarchy. I've been to Kohl's. There's two, there's a rack. <laughs> there's a rack of belts. In the middle right? of the Or a wall. And right? there might be, there might be like, a, like a, the male section of belts and a female section. So yep. there might be, you might control two racks Contain, if you are the If you're the, the, the belt department
0: supervisor. Yep. So the person he's talking to is just like, yeah, that's me. You yep, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, got her. Yep. I'm the belt department supervisor. And so he's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'd like the inch belt, please. And she's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> sir. We don't carry, we don't carry that. You know, and he's like, you do. I saw it on TV on an ad. They said you have it. and <laughs> She's like, I don't know what to tell you. I am here every day. I get the, you know, the inventory. <laughs> I know what belts we have. After all, I'm the belt department supervisor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have My it. Only job. And so he's, you know, as you would expect, knowing the last three stories, he's he's upset. So he says something probably unsavory to her and leaves. He goes over to the belts because he's going to see for himself. <laughs> he's looking at the belts. There, there's a, some hanging on the wall. And he sees it. He sees the inch belt. And, mm-hmm. of course, he's pissed Or he thinks it's the inch belt. Yeah. what he yeah. thinks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's some ratcheting belt. It's yeah. pro- so the lady, yeah, it's probably not called the inch belt. Yeah. it's right. probably just called <laughs> the ratcheting He just kept calling it that. <laughs> yeah. Instead of telling her, like, oh, it's really this ratcheting belt system. You know, mm-hmm. you have one of those ratcheting belt. No. <laughs> so he goes. He finds it on the wall. <laughs> he looks around <laughs> to make sure he's alone. He takes it off the wall. He rips the, the like the tag thing off of it. Again, looks around. He takes his own belt off, puts the tag back on his belt, hangs it on the wall, puts the inch belt around his waist, and walks out the store. <laughs> I'm like, what? You stole the inch belt? And he's like, yeah, and it's the perfect crime, too. Because if I left and they, and they tried to stop me, I would just be like, no, this is mine. You guys don't carry this.
1: <laughs> Ask the belt department supervisor. She'll tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah. I checked with Debbie, the, the belt one. department supervisor. The perfect crime. So I, I just now envision someone else going up to the belt wall. And seeing his old dirty
1: ass belt. (laughs) 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 Clearly he didn't even want that belt anymore. Why wouldn't he take it with him? Oh my gosh. He hung it up. He replaced it. (laughs) Yeah, and so he had it
0: with him at Chili's. He's like, check it out, I'm wearing it right now. (laughs) 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 It doesn't explain the jean shorts though. I don't know why the jean shorts were there on the table, but I (laughs) Either way, that that led me to the to the, in my opinion, the greatest D story that I've encountered, which is unfortunately probably the I think it was the last one, maybe the Turkey Perky Jerky, which I'll tell in a different time. Yeah, <laughs> that might have been the other one. Um, but so those are the stories. Those are some stories I'd like. I, I'm I'm happy to have shared with you all about the D, <laughs> knowing one little aspect of what he was like in public, which was no shame. Yeah, just but he also never felt bad. You know what I mean? Like he didn't. He's never spoken of that Burger King story. Like, you know, I treated that guy. Un-. No, no. No. He's always justified 100% <laughs> his use of force. Yeah, He justified. demanded
2: compensation, and he got it. Sometimes you need to demand compensation. Got to be an asshole sometimes. What have you, you learned from your father? Yep, I'm just gonna go yell to at you. I need demand people. compensation. Yep. I don't yell at you two enough. I
0: need. Yeah, to, <laughs> yeah I need <laughs> that. that's what I've learned. You get a little angrier. Uh, I'd like to talk to you all now for a moment. <laughs> About the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and The Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. We're adding new members all the time. It's very exciting. Do also in large part to our merch store. Yes, we've recently added a merch store, which you can find at redbubble.com coms forward slash people forward slash gateway network. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. There's shirts, mugs, clocks, shower curtains, floor pillows, coasters, mini skirts, culottes, skids, bloomers, granny panties, and dental dams. Oh my
2: god! Dental dams with a logo on it.
0: Wow. Today I'd like to specifically highlight our newest member, Kelly Council, the Geek Chic Gamer. Yeah, Kelly. Kelly is a self-proclaimed game reviewer and product promoter, and I'm telling you, if you have a product in the gaming space that you want promoted, I can't think of anyone who would be more enthusiastic if she liked yeah. it 100%. Kelly, right? She's awesome. I mean, she is maybe the most kind-hearted, excited, and genuinely nice and likable person in the whole of the Instagram board gaming community. She runs a fantastic Instagram page full of new, fun ideas that aren't just pictures, you know? Anytime you see her face in them, you instantly get excited. She, she also has a YouTube channel, and and just seems to love uh, spreading the love. So what a perfect candidate for the Gateway Network. Her husband, the Bearded Gamer, is also a newly minted member of the Gateway Network and posts great stuff over on his page as well. So go give Geek Sheet Gamer and the Bearded Gamer a follow on Instagram and subscribe to her YouTube channel today. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. If you ever wanted to support the show, but weren't quite sure how to do it, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers, which will eventually get you access to behind-the-scenes content, or exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You also get swag that nobody else has access to, and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast, which you sometimes listen to. We have six amazing patrons so far, Emotional Cyborg, Jim Gamer, Mr. Days Lewis, Mr. Measles, Mick Dave, mick and swoozle thank you so much for your support Yay. guys i Yay. promise we'll start upping our game there in the next few years <laughs> and now everyone it's time for the man who puts the sing in arousing jeff the mad oh. board gamer in this episode's instagram inbox and now it's time for the instagram inbox with the mad board gamer
2: Well, 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 gamers. It's the instant. Yeah, I, I didn't do that this week. So, yeah.
0: It's once again that time, dear listeners, for the woman who puts the her in bothersome. Just kidding. She what? puts the tit in titillating. Oh Natalangus Jangalangus in this episode's Natalie's
2: No. <laughs> yes. I've missed Natalie's Nook. Like, oh people have asked me like what? Like, you know, you haven't oh. recorded in a while, you know, are you are you wait? I'm like, I just can't wait for the nook.
0: I've been hibernating in the nook. Oh man, that's yeah, where so you've I'm been. it's about yeah. I'm crawling out now, stretching okay. my arms, and I can't wait to it see. It is spring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're close to it. Yeah. What do you have for us today, Natalie?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. So today <laughs> I think Jeff has a question. Oh yes.
2: Is there are there any rules about our behavior <laughs> That we need it's to been know. a
1: while. Let's just see how it goes. Okay, okay. Tell
2: us. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> Thank you.
1: Good question. Um, so I think in the past, pre Nook, I've done like a board game pet peeves discussion. Okay. Um, but today I'm gonna be more specific and talk about production pet peeves and then counter with production decisions that we love or like make you swoon.
0: Oh, mm. making me swoon. So okay.
1: first the bad and okay so i'll just start <laughs> all right peeves. one of the pet peeves production pet peeves is colors and symbols that are too similar to each other it's very annoying when you're playing a game and it's not easy to distinguish between the colors of two different components or cards or especially you're colorblind or symbols yes, yes. I and say. none of us are but it still can be like difficult. Like one example is the two types of buildings in Carpe Diem.
2: Yeah, that's probably the... One yeah.
1: is like light brown and the other is like also light brown. slightly really <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: different. Fixed, <laughs> fixed in the reprint, apparently. Yeah, fixed yeah. It's reprint.
1: So, So slight that like unless they're side by side, it takes like a couple extra seconds I to figure out which ones which. I actually flipped over
0: those tiles and yeah. um, with a magic marker,
1: oh, I put, put a dot.
0: dot. Yeah, you put that's a dot. Right. Which yeah. is like not something like I would do. Like how bad is that? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So they were really hard. To
1: that talk. was like one of... The things that
0: and there's more than just that too. Than those the green you're talking about the green ones, right? Are you talking about the the actual building? So what I what I actually did the marker one and then
1: like light brownish, but they're like really similar. Well, and
0: also there's like the advanced tiles that are like a little bit darker
1: than the (laughs) other ones, and just the
0: the green on the back, right? And so yeah, there's a lot of color problems. That's a really good that's a really good pet peeve, especially for people who are colorblind. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's a huge
1: there's so many colors out there, like just. Make the yeah, maybe don't make them them, like
0: one's purple and one's like a little less purple, purple. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Like, why? But that does happen so often in games where there's two colors, it's usually like a blue and a green. Where there's like, mm-hmm. one's teal and one's turquoise. Like,
2: what? Yeah, right. it's because, again, you know, we, t- we always talk about the people at the table making the games. If none of them are colorblind, they're not thinking that way, yeah. right? right? It's like, yeah. if everybody at the table looks the same, acts the same, is the same, you're never going to, like, yeah. be more inclusive in the, yeah. in the community. So like, that's, like, what yeah. you need. I
1: can't, there's I know there's a game where this happened that I, I cannot think of, but, th- like, a similar type thing is when there's, like, let's say a component, like a resource or something that goes along with, like, a spot on the board or like a card and like they're supposed to be the same color but like when the production happened they're just not not at all and you're like then you get confused
2: exactly that's what i wrote down is a misprint of color like underwater cities is my favorite game And the the era three cards are purple. Yeah. And some of them are purple, and some of them are light purple, and some of them are darker purple. Yeah. And this color rhymes with purple. (laughs) Light light purple. Uh, And yeah, and that bugs me, and I don't. (laughs) And I don't memorize the cards, but like they're different color. Like I'm like, come on, like. And then you know it's not enough to really complain or for the the company to even print them and send them out. right? It's not like so
1: bad, but it's also it's annoying. Which one is this? Like, why? I wish I could just see it and know yeah yeah um my next one is symbols that are not intuitive or like iconography yep. that's not intuitive sure. um basically something that's not obvious what they represent and it's not like a huge deal the main difference is you have to memorize what that icon is instead or, yeah, or of just looking of at it learning. and making mm-hmm. sense of like what it mm-hmm. is um I don't really have a specific example, but I know I have
0: a bunch to. of examples. Yes, please. Yes, okay. <laughs> Castles of Burgundy is an example. Yeah. So those yellow tiles in Castles of Burgundy, when you're first playing those, I, I mean the first four, four or five games, your your nose is buried in the rule book looking up what those what those yellow tiles do. Um, same with Seven Wonders. Seven Wonders is a lightish game, but looking up all the iconography on those era th- is it the era three?
2: Yeah, the cards where yeah, the are like, scoring like the scoring cards Yeah, the are scoring cards. And,
0: yeah. they're, they're 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 not super intuitive. Also, Race for the Galaxy has been... um, This has been a complaint levied against Race for the Galaxy for a number of years. We don't... We have. We play that once or twice, Jeff. I know you have Roll for the Galaxy. I don't know if that fixes that or not. But um, yeah, iconography is a big pet peeve for a lot of people for that exact reason. It's just not intuitive. It's intuitive once you've learned and played the game multiple times. But you really... If you're gonna use iconography, I really feel like you want it to hit right away to get people the chance
2: to Continue yeah. on playing your mm-hmm. game. It's a hard thing to do. And there is no there is no common iconography. There is no common yeah. thing for discarding, right? Oh, right? Is it an X? Is it an arrow pointing up from the card? Yeah. Is it a, a curved like, arrow you know, showing the
0: card? Going yeah, down? Right. it's all
2: different. So it, it depends on the publisher or the designer or the artist. And it, it's all different, but... You know, there's how many different things for discarding a card, and it's like, well, what is it? There for this should game be a universal
0: yeah. iconography chart for five.
2: Yeah, for ten
1: for things. Here are the yeah. ten things. common yep. things. That's
2: what there should be. maybe someone like, should do that. A draw a
1: card. There
0: has me. been there's Sorry. been a lot of
2: over a lot of
0: games I've seen like income. Is has like shows a, a hand. hand. Yeah, that's yes. you know what I mean. That's
1: now that's been, what mean? Right. That so now that's been common enough. Yeah, <clears throat> that that's like a. Universal and
2: right. then if you play games more, sometimes you can you can guess correct. Yeah, you can intuit. I, I, I know what that means. Yeah. Right, but right. yeah, iconography is it's tough to get right. And then if you get it wrong, it's really evident. Especially if yeah. you if that's yeah. all you're
0: using. If you're just right. using iconography and you yeah. get it wrong, whew, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, you, you got a focus group that shiz.
1: This one. It's not really a pet peeve of mine personally, but I know that it bothers a lot of people but flimsy player boards when they're super thin and flimsy
0: yeah I, so <clears throat> the other ones I feel like are unex- are more inexcusable mm-hmm. the player board flimsiness uh, to, like so if you're looking at someone like um, like underwater cities for example they uh, Vladimir Suki had his own publishing company he created delicious. Delicious delicious games, yeah. And that was the first game put out, I think, there. Mm -hmm. So they don't have the resources, maybe, or the um money. money. Yeah. Money, yeah. Maybe to print, you know, big player boards. So I I agree with you. I hate it. I did not I don't like those underwater city boards, which was the the new ones, which are those are awesome. The first ones suck. The second ones are awesome. They suck. (laughs) But I I I am quicker to forgive, and for some reason it lessens my Pet peeveness. Yes. If it's a game like,
1: yeah, like that has everything's like everything else is amazing and then that is right. that
0: way, that's more of like, what? Yeah. Like, spend a li- if you're you going to spend all this money anyway, spend a little <laughs> right. more
2: on that. Yeah. I, yeah. I just said with Underwater Cities, again, my favorite game, so I can, I'm allowed to nitpick it. You cannot. <laughs> um, but like with, you know, I bought Underwater Cities, it, it was a $60 game, right? Uh-huh. And and then I opened. It, I was disappointed in the quality of the boards versus what I spent. But again, it's a smaller publisher, yeah. so they're they're not making this mass mass quantities. Like, mm-hmm. so I was annoyed with some games where I felt like I spent the money and then the quality lacks. But I do agree with Ryan. Like, it's forgivable, especially if the game is good. Same thing with bad art. Like yeah. the game, yeah. good art can make a game better, but bad art for me doesn't ruin a game if the
0: Necessarily, game is good enough for yeah. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. for sure. Yep, agreed.
1: Um, another one. Um, I kind of hate this a lot <laughs> <laughs> kind of a lot <laughs> uh bad rule books or typos in rule books.
0: oh my gosh my, i'm with you a thousand percent this is
1: here. the worst offender components are one thing but to actually be able to play the game you need to understand the rules yep. and when a rule book makes it unnecessarily complicated or when it's missing information or rules are too vague frustration can start before the game even begins it also bothers me when there are typos in any type of book not even rule books yeah of like you know yeah a reading book <laughs> a, a
3: reading book
1: <laughs> i mean like i've seen that before and i'm like are you serious do you know how many people must have read through this book and, and edited this it? book and you and this is wrong yeah. you know so like I that's something yep. but i mean we are we are like grammar police so that would we are that might not bother other people but, but this
0: speaks to are you oh, sorry you, if you have more
1: no i was just gonna mention oh, as an example up, Brian. Brian. i was just gonna mention as an <laughs> example uh, last night we were trying to learn a game and the rule said to pull a certain card from an adventure deck and we looked through the entire deck of like a hundred cards and there was nothing in there that were these cards and it turned out it was just an entirely different deck that's not called the adventure yep, deck equipment. and we were like what the heck oh.
0: but in the rule book it says adventure just, like, I,
1: wasted all this I was like I don't have these cards I
0: don't <laughs> right. have them and then I'm like let me just look at this one and I'm like oh here they are I'm like, like, this is equipment. Right the rule are. book says, look yeah. in the adventure. I'm like, what the? Like,
1: that's a big error. It's a big deal.
0: So this, I, I think um, my two cents on this one are what Jeff talked about a minute ago with when you have like the hive mind. You yeah. know, you're, you're, it's like, you know the game yes. so well and the people you're playing with know the game so well. So to you all, the rule book makes sense. But you need to write a rule book to somebody who's literally never seen this before, maybe even never played games before. Treat it
1: like a rule book for dummies.
0: There was a rule book I was reading recently. I can't remember, but it mentioned this. It mentioned like the most rudimentary basic concept that all board gamers know. And I was like, I'm happy it did that.
1: Yeah, because what if you never played board games? If you didn't know this, you would not (laughs) understand that mechanism. (laughs) Like,
0: I can't remember. Like, every single deck builder you play Explains the deck building
2: mechanism. Yeah, again. which we just kind of we just know skip we don't section, need that. Possibly. But it's
0: good; it's in there mm-hmm. because. If, but if you're someone who is playing, creating a deck building game, and you know you're esoteric into the world of board games, and so this is like a a thing that we all know. We all know what deck building means. So you might not include when your deck runs out of cards, you shuffle the discard pile back into a draw deck and continue drawing. Mm-hmm. You know, which everyone knows, but they don't. Right, and so if you don't put that in there, someone you know Aunt Donna from Amazon is going to get <laughs> Aunt your game, Donna. and she's going to Man. have a
3: terrible time. I'm going to get <laughs> Aunt Donna <laughs> <laughs> be fired up.
2: I have something to say about that. Okay, yeah. I, including in this rulebook conversation, pictures are something that needs to be in rule books. Hundred percent for yeah, me. Whether examples. it's I, I need a component list that tells me what everything in the box yes, is. So sure. later when you refer to the health token, or you refer to this deck of cards, or what this is, I need to be able to look at the component list, see a picture, and go, okay, this is what the health token looks like. It's odd, It could be a heart, right? Can of I course, go but one step further than that? that? Because, With your yeah. picture
0: thing? So I love when they do a component list. But there's a game, let's talk about Trisman, not uh, Tawantinsuyu, real mm-hmm. quick. Tawantinsuyu has a thousand things. Mm-hmm. And there's a legend at the beginning that says, here's what all those thousand things are. Yeah, I need reiteration. So when you're going, because you're not gonna, most people are not going to study that page, yeah. right? And it's a bummer to be on page ten, and then it mentions the, you know, uh, the Tuwantin crystal, which is not a thing, yeah. but it mentions the <laughs> Tawantin crystal card, and you're like, what the heck is the Tuwantin? Now you have to go back, put a little inset of what the Tawantin
2: crystal card is again. Yeah. yeah.
0: Rule books repeat cannot yourself. repeat themselves enough.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Especially when it's like a complicated game.
2: Yeah, I need a setup picture. So I need a componentless picture. I need a setup picture. I want to mm-hmm. see how the board is set up, where things go. Don't say put it on this space and not yep. give me a picture yep, of what I like that the is. Yep. Um, yeah, reiteration. Mention something. If the game changes setup at the beginning, it needs to be in the beginning. Yes. Like um, <laughs> yeah. we just. Talked about I, I've read cats. rule books. <laughs> yeah. I've read rule books, and then at the end, it's like for two players, you do this. And I'm like, well, I just fucking set yep. the thing up, and now I have to take these cards. Tell me out that right tell away. Tell me in the beginning. Right. High rise. The, the game High Rise, which I, I think it's a good game. Um, the rule book is awful. I read the entire thing, and then it's like for two players, just start with the full game. And I'm like, but I just set up the I half just game for it. Oh no. my gosh. You know, Dinogenics has a great rule book, so I don't know what they did, but they did Good. it right. Again, yeah, it's like having people read it, having people who don't play games read it. Yeah, um, I actually had a conversation a with reader, um, the people at Resonim Games. Um, you know, Resinum.
3: Oh yeah,
2: I've heard of Resonant.
0: Oh, I, I I wrote a very strongly worded post to Resonim on, on the visitor at Blackwood Grove. Oh, okay, a long time ago so, because that
2: rulebook was maybe yes. the worst rulebook I've ever so, read in my life. I don't know if they've learned, but the Mechanical rulebook is good, right? I don't know. Blackwater's first, right? Was that their first big game? Um, I don't know, it's not a big game, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I, think.
3: I
0: th- so they might have done something. Mechanical is
2: better. Yeah. They they're, rec- they're they're coming out with a game soon. I don't know if, if I'm allowed to talk. Whatever. And they they message people and I. And they messaged people and they were like, hey, do you have anybody in your group that doesn't play games? Mm. And I was like, not really. Yeah. And I was like, why? She's like, we need people who don't play this game to read the rule book and play the game and to fill this stuff out for us. So I'm like, okay, you have to do stuff like that, right? You have to bring other people in to see your mistakes. Yeah.
0: Because you want inclusiveness in this hobby, right? We all talk about how we want more people to come in. That's not going to happen if you're writing these esoteric rule books that only the people who are already in the hobby know about. Yeah. You know?
2: Boom.
1: Right. Uh, The next pet peeve is bad box size.
0: Bad board game covers. Bad Bad board game box cover size. (laughs) Bad
1: box size. BBS. Oh, BBS. Um, I've been afflicted with BBS. This is kind of what we talked about on one of Jeff's Instagram inbox. No um, one cares about remember? that second. <laughs> <laughs> remember, people were complaining about. I, like I thought
0: today's Instagram inbox was <laughs> thank amazing. You. I it, thank <laughs> you.
1: Um, yeah. Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, the box size. The big yeah, boxes. Yeah, people were
1: complaining about like yeah, yeah boxes yeah, being episode. like way too big for the amount of components or whatever, uh-huh. just being like ridiculous sizes that don't fit on their shelves or whatever. um Yep, that's the next one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say about yeah. that,
2: guys? <laughs> no, I agree with that. I agree that some 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 of them are just too big. Some of them are too small to jam all of that and, and expansions and all this kind of stuff into. Some of them are too weirdly shaped.
1: Right, like I, I wonder- would say
0: generally,
2: I don't share this pet food generally. Like
0: I agree. That like when I saw the picture for the first time of the Splendor box with all the components yeah. in that little corner, I was like, oh my god. But I did not open Splendor upon first buying it and go, What on earth did they do here? There's no components for this box size. So I generally find that is very rare, rare yeah. that I that it affects me. It happened in mm-hmm. Hansa Teutonic. No, um what's the game mean you played, Jeff? Uh that one time Seki Gahara. Oh, Sekigahara yeah. Sekigahara had a box the size of the Hansa Teutonica box, which, if you know, is really thin. But Sekigahara has these giant key um, blocks. And basically, the width of the box. Yeah, the it's basically, as as the, the, right, it's basically <laughs> the width of the box. So getting it back wide. in was almost impossible. It was, like a, it was like playing a game of Tetris just to get the yeah. box <laughs> back in. Well, it's closed. funny that
1: you say that because my last one is difficulty fitting components in box properly. Absolutely. Well, I think that goes yeah. hand
0: in hand yeah. with this box size issue mm-hmm. when you're talking about box size too small. That's the only time though, personally where that bothers me. Yeah. If there's like a big like like a splendor size box that's too big. I, I think it's funny to be like, ha, look at all that space that's yeah. that's dumb. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't
1: well, I feel like there's also anyway. been games where like everything fits in perfectly when it's like on these rectangular boards unpunched and then mm-hmm. you like punch them and put them together. and now all of a sudden it doesn't fit really well, well yep. so
0: that's the thing that publishers they, they make the boxes specifically usually for like the punch boards you know right. so they don't like a lot of people have pet peeves about game inserts for mm-hmm. first of all a lot of I publishers do. don't make the insert with the game in mind you know yeah, what I mean? It's so dumb. Yeah, it's, it's like, like they make it with, it the, like, with yeah. the production in mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're going to produce it so it fits this way. But then once the game is yours and you we're punch involved. it out, the <laughs> yeah. insert's not our yeah. problem anymore. Like that insert <laughs> yeah.
2: that is just basically like a piece of cardboard in the middle that takes up a third of the box and just splits your box into two. And I'm yeah. like, well, what, Why what are you doing? doing? That? So then the cards don't fit on the one side, and that doesn't fit on the other side. So I just throw <laughs> it out. Or Meeple Land is a terrible, has a terrible insert. They have an insert with spots that look like things would go there. Yeah. And there are spots where none of anything fits. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what is that spot for? What, what were you thinking? Who makes that game? Do you remember? Blue Orange.
0: So I think I might have what I think is an explanation for this. Ooh. It might not be Meepleland specifically, but Aaliyah <clears throat> has a standard insert. Because, you know, they have that box size, like the yep. kind of tallish box size. They have a standard insert that they would just pump into a lot of their games. And so I had this exact question. It wasn't Meepleland. It was... um I think um, uh, Las Vegas. Okay. Okay. Las Vegas had spots that to me, I'm like, this looks like there's something that needs to go in this, but I don't yeah, have it in my game. In there, what is yeah. it? And I'm like, these spots don't fit this cardboard. And I like board into board game geek, and I'm like, what is up with this insert? And the response was, that's a stock insert that Aaliyah creates for a bunch of different board games. It's hmm. not like specifically made insert. for Las Vegas, but it fits, so they put it in oh, there. All right. And so there are some slots. That, that are really supposed to be probably for, some, for a different yeah. game yeah. that just happened to get into that box too. So that could that could be a potential explanation yeah. for what's that's happening true. with me playing. Not that that makes it
2: okay, but <laughs> how yeah. You yeah. dare you try to save money and use the same? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Why don't I get custom inserts? Where's Game <laughs> Trade? You get, when you need yeah, and why isn't Game <laughs> Trades in every in every game now? Oh,
1: that's funny. Um, so bad to be, I guess, more positive <laughs> about production. Um. I came up with a couple things that I love, but I'm sure you guys have a lot more than just these two. Um, one, and I know you guys share this, is the double cardboard. I don't know what it's called.
0: Like dual layered. Yeah,
1: dual layered. Yeah, yeah that is cardboard
2: all the way across. Double the sky. cardboard, <laughs> double cardboard all the way across, across
3: the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, no, I like dual layered. Yeah, man, it's awesome. That's even so when you're cool. not, even when it's not like. Inset, I you know even just like yeah. two layers of cardboard right. on top of each other just to make it thicker, feels better. It? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: but even the inset is the best when something like Man. fits. Yep, there and like it just fits right so in there. Nice. setting on top of like love that. DinoGenics fences in something yeah, and,
0: yeah. And yeah it, no, it's really. Oh, does DinoGenics fit into a slot? The fences yeah. fit. Into like into a slot. Into yeah, grid like slot. Underwater I cities does of, that. I
1: think of bites. So it has like the scythe little, does that. Mm-hmm. The little uh yeah bites. Food uh, bites had dual
0: layered components. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Like the right. apple. Right, yeah, the apple,
1: and then there's like a bite taken out, out of so one like, of the layers. Right. Yeah.
0: So cool. Really cool. You're right.
1: And then the other one is. Basically, any components that are not cardboard and are shaped like what they represent. So, like instead of a brown cube, you have a brown log or cranberries <laughs> from Everdell, or metal coins or wooden pieces shaped like animals. Like any of that stuff, I think yeah. is really cool. Human <laughs> beings those
0: are tactile beings. Beings, <laughs> <laughs> it is fun for us. To handle things on our little finger pads. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And when you when hold like that. those little berries from <laughs> yeah. from Everdell in your finger pads, mm-hmm. you squeeze and you them, move them across. Yep. Oh my they god. They feel different, yeah. or kind of that like the gives eggs you from, this um, additional
1: wingspan too. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. Right. They look
1: like candy, and they feel like they, they just. You rubbery. want to hold
0: them. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hold one yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it it makes your experience go up. When it's just cubes, you get people. You understand a little more when people complain about games with just cubes
1: mm-hmm. because
0: of that tactile experience you're missing. Right. You and
1: know? It's kind like, of <coughs> like if you're playing a game and you're like, oh, I get some wood. Okay. But then you're like, if it's like a cute thing, you're like, I want that wood. So yeah. It's bad. visceral. <laughs> it's visceral. Yeah.
2: yeah. The Woodleys. And I'll tell you who knows that is board game companies. Because yeah. they, yep. they know that when they put out a Kickstarter or something, hey, upgrade your, upgrade your cardboard to this these wood oh, things premium quality yeah, yeah oh and grand austria upgrade those little white cubes to cakes yeah strudels <laughs> yeah. To I want coffee to be uh, like and people to. are like yes yes, yes. Please, and yes. Th- there are a lot of people out there who are like no i'm not doing that i uh-huh. don't care about that but man there are a lot of people who lo- like yeah. i just i love that it's I so do too. cool for some like, reason them, them
0: i up. like it less i don't know why this is weird about me i like it less if it's third party i don't know why like if there's like an etsy shop that makes com- custom components for like grand austria i'm not as interested but if Lookout, <laughs> is it? No, it's uh, Mayfair. If they like, oh, we got, you know, we printed, yeah. uh, you know, then I'm more like, okay, yeah, I want those. Those are the official <laughs> the components. Of got to have the yeah. official ones. I don't know why it's like that for me. Because uh, there's a game like, let's, let's call Hansa Teutonica, which is one of my favorite games of all time. It's literally just cubes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they would do because they don't represent anything. Yeah. Really, you know, right, so, if so they don't it's fine. Them, that's but in a game like uh, Just Got. Um, um, we uh the scoundrels of what the heck's that game called? What? Scoundrels? Scoundrels of Skullports, ports, oh, all I can think of. Yeah, uh Lords of Water Lords Deep. of Waterdeep. Oh. Lords of Waterdeep. <laughs> Those that game is all it's supposed to be all about the theme and the, you know, visceral reaction, because it's Dungeons and Dragons theme, but it's a worker placement game, mm-hmm. so it comes with these little cubes. But Jeff went out and got these we talked about these before. They're because uh, the cubes are not representative of cubes. They're actually like
2: wizards, yeah, warriors and wizards. Warriors. Oh, right. got yeah. And so
0: he got the little cubes. cubes. They're like the same size, but yeah. they're like laser cut to be what they are representing yeah. to be. Right. And just that little change makes it a little bit cooler. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, can you imagine playing New York Zoo and they were just colored cubes instead of animals? Like, that would make that game suck.
0: Right. (laughs) And it already kind (laughs) of (laughs) sucks. Yeah, I agree with you 100%.
1: Anything else you guys think of? What, like, like? That you love? I like the
2: opposite of all the bad (laughs) things. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Great rule book. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um,.
1: Perfect I mean, size boxes.
0: if I'm going to look at like a gold standard, right, and then p- and then pick apart what the production values I like on that, are like, look, let's look at uh, games from uh, Eagle Griffin mm-hmm. in their like the Serta Eagle Griffin games. Yeah, like those I, I are the would greatest production values. Gets you excited? Yeah, it's it's, it's really expect, the cohesive. It's like the cohesive unit of it, all of it tied together. So when you look at like on Mars, okay, you look at your first thing you look at that you see is the box. It's mm-hmm. huge. It's Maybe the best looking art cover I've ever seen, right? Because you got Eno you know, Tools artwork, check, boom. That's the first thing you see, blows you away. You handle the box. It is really thick, you know, bulbous. It's a. Oh, <laughs> Me- it's, wow, this bulbousy yeah. box. Yeah. Meaty, veiny box. You pick it up. And no, it just feels really bulbousy. Boutique. Oh, and, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> bulbous. And so you lift the box off, and then what do you got in there? This insert that is perfectly adapted Mm. to be everything that the components are you take the insert out you get the components which are gorgeous they're beautiful you lay the board out the boards are even like linen finished you know that's another thing linen finish to me is an i love that if it's all right stonemaier does what what do you call a pet peeve in reverse a like Okay, <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I like yeah. this. I
0: like this. Uh, I like my pet peeve in reverse is linen <laughs> yeah. linen finish. Pet, like love. look at Jamie. St- I think Jamie Stegmaier would 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 probably ensconce his entire house in linen finish if he yeah. could. I mean, the rule book for wingspan is linen finished. Yeah. A lot it of is the coolest Pendulum's the same way. It
2: just feels so
0: good in your fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> right your finger when hands. when you are handling that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think um all of it together is what to me is making like is what I like for production. Yeah. I agree. I was
1: trying to look up like <laughs> op, like what you I don't said, know if I have any else. Yeah, it's <laughs> good.
2: I get I get excited for like player boards I like, I get excited for like dual layered stuff, I get excited for components that look mm-hmm. like it. Um yeah, I you know some minis. I don't get pumped. I know people love minis. Like that's yeah. like a thing. People will back anything on Kickstarter that has a bunch of sweet minis. <laughs> yep, they sure will. I don't get super excited for minis, but I do like yeah. them when they're in the game. Yeah, um mainly because I play exciting. more euros game and those yeah. don't have like minis all the time. I appreciate a it it costs one.
0: more uh in the minis vein if the minis are pre-painted. I'm starting to just get into painting. I haven't done it yet, but I have all the supplies, (laughs) so that means I'm a pro. And and um, I have I have every intent. (laughs) (laughs) But when I see a game that has minis, or they have minis that are washed, they have a wash on Mm -hmm. them, or minis that are painted, I of course would always want those first. They're always more expensive, so it's harder. Um, but there's just something about just putting a wash on a gray mini versus just a gray mini that's just like. It increases the immersion because that's what these games are trying to do for you is to immerse you mm-hmm. into an experience. And if you are taken out of that immersion by any one of these pet peeve production things, that's that you're going to notice that yeah. and you're going to talk about it and not like that. So that's why I talk about the cohesive experience together where we are clicking on all cylinders. Everything's working for you. So that's all I got there.
1: Awesome. Well, that concludes Natalie's nook. What that was wonderful. Nook
2: that was for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, nookalicious. You think it I would have known it? Incredible. I just crawled <laughs> out of that after being in yeah. it for so long. Hey, let me add something. Yeah. Now you mentioned bad board game covers, and I need to yeah, I need I to did. rewind. I did. Ryan did. <laughs> I said I it. I said
1: bad board game. I
2: covers. said bad uh, yeah. board game Ryan covers. I
1: know. So
2: uh-huh. let's rewind a few weeks ago when yours truly, the Mad Board Gamer, <laughs> become the, two-ti- became the two-time became the two-time champ. Of the oh, bracket. Thank wow, you very we hadn't much. talked
0: about this. No, because it's been months. Bergen. Oh, so, dude, you know I what? I won,
2: and I beat the nicest person on the planet, Michaela from the McMeeples. She was way nice, and then she put this like wonderful video out, I like know. thanking everybody, Ugh. and then I just felt like a huge asshole. But I won anyway. You won anyways. anyway, two time so, <laughs> champ. Sorry, Michaela. I I love you, but I I won.
0: I apologize <laughs> to you, my friend, because I had planned before my life just went to shit. I had planned on. Doing this pre recorded intro about you winning like having this background music like a (laughs) celebratory. Yeah, the celebratory
2: thing about Jeff winning the bad board game covers bracket. Now, I also say something, because this is like, oh well, you know, I'm recruiting votes and blah blah blah. Okay. Let me tell you this. Hmm. They're doing another bracket. Have you seen this bracket? No. Wait, is it the Bad Board Game Covers (laughs) is doing a take that bracket where Bad Board Game Covers don't get it? Um Oh, sheer boredom! Explaining sheer boredom, and uh, the board game critics, board game 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 critics, have all drafted a bunch of these these games. So they had a a bunch of users on Instagram submit games, and then they had this like draft. Okay. okay, So now all their games get put in this bracket and now they're going heads up against each other. The game that I submitted that I have not posted one story about that I have not recruited one vote for is now in the final four. Ah, just so you know what? I'm not going to tell you what game it is no, because I don't want know. Well, I'll tell you off yeah. the air. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to tell other people what game it is because I want that thing to win without me even touching it. Yeah. Just you know that I put just, the game in there and then let it win. But like Jeff's these, juices turn it to I'm gold. I'm
1: confused about this take that thing though because it's not like the normal one like you don't vote on his stories right?
2: That you vote on you have to vote on the one of the four stories. One of the four of them posts the different ones. Oh, so okay. bad board game will post one, and then Kids will post one. They did this then, whole draft. And then Roberto will I post one earlier. I remember them talking. And they were stealing what so rotates and then between I'm like, the four. I'm like
1: I see people like vote for this, and I'm like, how do I vote? What this? Yeah. do I do? It's confusing. You
2: got to go to the different <laughs> accounts to vote gotcha. for them because they didn't want like just. Um, you know, if Roberto was hosting them all, then he he might win. You yeah. Know. So they, yeah. they wanted to, to shift it around, but I think it's a
0: very cool initiative that they're doing. Yeah. Um, I would love to get kidsplaining into the network. I've been trying to. I've been working on them for a long time. Are they That's too the cool only. For us? They're the only. Well, they they have not said no. Um, they've just been they're busy people. You can yeah. tell that they they're are busy. busy. Yeah. And so they've both just kind of been like, you know, I'm so sorry, I have to get back to you, and you can tell that they. Because they, cause they, they shouted about out it. the gateway network yeah. a few times, um, but they're the only member of that bracket. She thing has who's not in the network. She has my choice. Oh, really? oh, she Explaining yeah. okay. has my choice. So,
2: or you, have, are you saying a, too a much? Connection. Are you
0: saying too much? I don't know.
1: Um, <laughs> um, the other thing he's been doing recently, bad who's board he? game okay. covers, is that thing where he's mashing together like two board cover.
0: I Earth. love that. And then that. he's like, come
1: up with a name for this. And I know it's so funny. It's cool. Some it's of the cool. art looks really the cool.
0: The art, I haven't, I didn't know there was a name thing going on. Yeah, I've he been to some like, of it, but the like, art looks awesome. He's like,
1: this, He's like, this game with this like art. And then he puts the art together, and he's like, come up with a name for the game. And then people like submit it, and then he like posts. Yeah,
2: he them. runs such a cool account. If you don't follow him, it's just amazing. follow him. Yeah. Just pull your car we talk right about him. We talk about
0: him a lot, too. We yeah. really the Haitian
2: sensation. He's awesome.
0: He's No, he's very awesome. Um, he's helping me with the insties. He's he's putting together the insties like uh, rollout there. template. Yeah. Oh, cool. <clears throat> so when that eventually happens, hopefully sometime
2: this month. Um, so sorry to interrupt and talk about my championships. Uh, no, that but is all, oh, good. all good. Two-time champ.
0: So the but. Gateway Network has some really great members in it. Right now, you can listen to Gabi sort of kind of insult one of them. <laughs> the yeah. Superboard Sunday guys. Ever been extremely busy during the week? You're tired. You're exhausted. You've had a lot going on. Come Saturday, you're still doing lots of stuff. So you think to yourself, I want this Sunday to be a boring Sunday. I want to be bored out of my mind. And I don't want regular bored. I want this to be a super bored Sunday. Well, have I got a podcast for you starring Brian, Frankie, Jim, and Christian. These guys will make sure that you have a super bored Sunday. Just listen to their content. You'll be asleep in minutes. It has been a long time since we've played a game on the show. You'd have to go all the way back to the last episode we did to find (laughs) the last game we played. And so I thought, since it's been so long, we should probably do another one. I agree. What do you say? I'm in. So this game is just for Jeff. And you all at home, I suppose. It was inspired by an episode of The Big Bang Theory where Howard plays a game called Emily or Cinnamon. Okay. (laughs) In this game, he gives his friends actual quotes that Raj has said, and they have to guess if he said them to his girlfriend Emily or his dog Cinnamon. Questions like... (laughs) I want you to know the bed feels so lonely when you're not in it. Did he say that to Emily yeah. or something? Okay. Oh, my God. So okay. I thought we'd play a similar game called <laughs> Husband or Hobbs or Me or Mac. Okay. The same game. Actual quotes Natalie has said. And Jeff, oh you have to guess, if she was talking to me or the dogs okay hey, oh
2: do you know this existed Natalie no
1: he didn't tell me all he told me he's like this game is for you but you can't play I'm like what <laughs> oh
2: man I so think here it was go. just going to be board gamer bullshit and because I yeah. pretty
1: yeah. good at that yeah. when you're yeah. like you, you like, guys don't want to play, don't it, play so but just I'll just
2: all this, I'll <laughs> sit and guess. Jeff likes it and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I do have coming up do I have to pick between is it just dog? Ryan or dogs me or dogs yeah you can say Ryan or dogs I don't have to know if it's
0: Hobbs no 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 okay so there are
2: 10 direct quotes from this woman here okay did she say them to me or to the dog? Okay, so now you're just going to read them because if you go really high-pitched, no, that's a dog, right? Straight. You're going to read them straight. Got yeah. it. Okay, number one. Right.
0: You're just my little man. Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> what is the... She said
2: the words pat, pat, pat? No, she's... Oh, she's tapping you. You're just my little man. She said that to Ryan. <laughs>
3: Correct. Yes. No, I didn't. Yes. <laughs> that's wrong.
0: No, that's, that's
2: not that's wrong.
3: That's,
0: no, that's, that's not
3: wrong. Mac all the time.
0: All right, here we go. Number two. If you come inside,
2: okay. I'll give you a cookie. <laughs> oh no! God, I really wanted to be Ryan, <laughs> but there's no way. Well, maybe.
1: I've said you're just my little maniac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's probably not a bedroom uh, quote. If you come inside,
1: oh God, I'll
2: close. give you a cookie. I'm going to say you said that, Natalie, to the dog. Correct! All right, all right. <laughs>
0: Number three. Oh okay. My who's my handsome man? <laughs>
2: oh, who's my handsome man? Oh, who's my handsome man? Oh, Ryan. Oh, dog. Mackers, who's my handsome man? You said that. You said that to the dog.
0: Correct! All right. Maybe <laughs> this is easier than I Jeff's also really good at these
2: games. Yeah. Okay. I really did this to see Nelly's reaction. Yeah. That's it's everything great. I hope for. Number four. It should be we should record it and send it to the we Patreon should. backers.
1: <laughs> I even we got should. the first one wrong. We should. I know. Yeah.
0: We should. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, you have said that to both of us.
1: <laughs> Number
0: four. Ugh. OMG. He farted again and it smells
2: terrible. That was that could be Oh I here's what I know. Ryan doesn't fart. <laughs> oh. So you said that to the dog. Hooray! Yeah, oh,
3: Jeff knows I'm Ryan that. Ryan has not farted oh, or man. peed in years. <laughs> he knows <that> the thing.
2: <laughs> number five, number five.
0: Hey, hey, you wanna go for a walk? <laughs>
2: I'm assuming... Hmm, let, me, let me paint Actual sure direct here. quotes. Hey, hey, you want to go for a walk? <laughs> <laughs> um. She said that to Ryan mm-hmm. yep. She probably say, correct. you You were sitting there And she was like Hey hey yeah. Wanna go for a walk
1: <laughs> Here's the thing You can't say the word walk In front of the dog So if I'm gonna actually Take them on a walk you I you call just, it like,
2: like a W Or do you call it call it, like it a, a W yeah.
1: Or I just put their like leash on Without telling them Dogs they are they eventually go Gonna out. figure out what a W is <laughs> I
2: know They'll get there
1: they well, will. like, yeah.
2: Especially Mac I'll just yeah. be
1: like To the kids I'll be like Wanna take the dogs For
0: a W Alright here we go Good job You're 100% so far Number 6 You've been laying around all day. You need some exercise. <laughs> she said that
2: to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <she did. laughs> You've <were> been laying around. <laughs> Listen here, you ladies lazy. <laughs> Let's go take a walk and do something. <laughs> I'm yeah. Number seven. <laughs> Have you been writing these down when she says something to you? I just lock like, them away. Yeah. Most like, of them are like with so these? simple. Really?
0: A couple of them I was like. Yeah she did say that You could apply that To either me or the dogs hey,
2: Number seven hey, do go for a walk? hey 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 You wanna go for a walk yeah, exactly. Do you wanna go for a walk No right, yeah. No Right No that's always the Okay answer. I don't want to. For a walk. Okay. And then I have to
1: force
0: <laughs> Number seven He just really seems to love Boom Boom Pow Boom Boom Pow By the Black Eyed Peas Is that Bees. like a song Yep He By the just Black seems Eyed. to love
2: I don't know if Ryan likes Boom Boom Pow That's <laughs> on his playlist mm. He's an old school Rock kind of guy He probably doesn't like the Black Eyed Peas, <laughs> Natalie said that to the dog. The dogs,
0: correct. All right, Mac story. will actually howl if you play that song and Literally only that song. Every
1: time you play Boom Pow, no other Black Eyed Peas song. No, 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 other no, song no
0: other p- song.
1: Yeah, no other song on the planet. But that song, every time. Does he like it or fail. hate it?
0: We have happy. no clue. I don't oh, know. Okay. No, but he, he just seems sits
1: there. It's almost like. There's something in that song that like
2: triggered He just goes.
1: Ooh. He just howls and like. The whole time. It's so funny because the kids think it's. It'd be weird. better if
2: Ryan howled during. I know.
1: Yeah. We I all howled think during it's other songs except Ryan. And so like I Ryan will like it. go go somewhere and the kids will be like, "Dad is gone. Can we play boom boom pow That's
2: funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Number
0: eight, Jeff. You are seven for seven oh, so man. far. Number eight. Yeah. Ugh! Wow. Stop licking the plate. That's disgusting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man.
2: She said that to you. Yeah, to Ryan.
1: Honestly. I feel like I'm giving it away. <laughs> I
2: know, it no, could. I would have Ryan. i he's
1: sitting on the couch and I look over and he's just like,
2: <laughs> "What are you looking off the plate?" Just Everything. whatever was there. I just, I don't waste. Oh, you're
1: in the, the clean plate club. Waste not. Yep, I'm in the clean plate club. Yeah, Miss yeah,
0: Cropstory and really did a number on me. Yep, clean yep. play club. Okay, <laughs> number nine. Did you have fun talking to your friends?
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Why would you say that to the dog? <laughs>
3: did you have
2: fun talking? <laughs> oh, did you have fun talking to your friend?
3: <laughs> oh,
2: oh, Hop, did you have fun talking to your friend? Or did she call you? Kinda you kind of sound like Miss Swan, only American. Did she, uh, yeah. yeah, did she call Ryan and go, hey, Ryan, did you have fun talking to your friends? <laughs> In what situation would you have, have talking to your friends? You just hang around talking to your friends. Like one night, you were hanging out with Chris and Dave. <laughs> oh, did you have fun talking to your friends, Ryan? <laughs> This one's tough. This is the hardest one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm going to say you said it to the dog.
1: 9 out of yes. 9. Oh, okay, yes.
2: All right.
1: All right. Max, that's the thing Ooh, Who are they talk to. Go ahead to? and tell him. So, so, Mac doesn't really like Hobbs barks. Mac like never barks except for between like nine and ten p.m. every night. night, he wants to go outside so he could run to the back of the yard and bark with his friends. I've stuck my head out there and I hear other bark dogs barking. It's like barking, friendly, right? And then he's barking, and so we always are like, "Oh, he wants to go talk to his friends." <laughs> yeah, right. So Finally
0: comes in, I'm like, she's like, she's like, "Oh, did you have fun talking
1: to your friends?" <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> he'll go out at nine. He'll come in at 9.05. And she's like, they weren't there today. (laughs) Oh, is your friends? Are they busy? Yeah, exactly.
2: That's so funny. And the last one, number 10, Ow, stop biting me. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm going to go with the obvious. She said that to you. Yes, she did. 10. I don't don't me. (laughs) (laughs) You, my husband,
3: bites
0: me. So, do you understand now? It was only for Jeff, yes. but it was really it was for definitely
1: you. very entertaining for me. That's
2: funny.
0: Jeff, congratulations! Ten out of ten. I guess the game was too simple, but um, <laughs> no, it was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> but that was Hobbs, husband or Hobbs or <laughs> me or Mac. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since we've recorded, and honestly, I didn't want to. I haven't wanted to. It's been really depressing for me lately, and I, I really just don't want to even move most of the time um jeff has been really encouraging me to get recording again as uh he thinks it might help you know to get back out there and he was right this has been so much fun doing this episode today Now
1: yeah, my
2: face hurts from laughing
0: yeah that was <laughs> really really like we great just, like,
1: picked up where we left off it
0: was so oh yeah. ryan
2: do you want to record an episode <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, do you want to record oh, an episode yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: While we were discussing a top five for the episode, he also came up with an idea that just was, it just really was awesome. As I said earlier, we called my dad the D. D. And so Jeff's idea, as you uh, might have guessed, was why don't we do a top five list of games that start with the letter D. That's sort of a tribute for the D. For the man. And I loved that. Yeah, I thought that was so perfect and apropos. So uh, this time I want to go Jeff, Natalie, me. And let's hear it, Jeff. What is your number five game that starts with the D?
2: Boom. So I suggested this, and then I looked at games that start with a D, and I'm like, "You're like, there's like three. This is a tough list." <laughs> yeah, to it's really not. That oh boy, funny. I do have
1: a bunch. I have a bunch too, but ones that I oh,
2: I guess it was really Easy huh? Like.
1: But ones that I really oh, it was liked. tough. Yeah, it was tough. I wasn't well, tough. No, I have a I'll lot. I'll tell
0: you this. First, I looked at games I owned. And I'm yeah. like, there's only three games, mm-hmm. what the hell? And then only like the games I played, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, there's a bunch Yeah, that's of what I did. Okay. I did
1: the same exact thing. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: oh, isn't
2: that just so cute? <laughs> Oh, did you guys look at the same list?
1: Who's my <laughs> handsome little man?
2: Oh, oh who's my handsome <laughs> <Me>. little man? <laughs> <laughs> me.
1: That's me. I do say that's uh, <laughs> good.
2: That's funny. Um, my number five is, ai am going to use both games. I'm going to call it Dungeon Lord slash Dungeon Pets. Gotcha. Yeah, for mm. sure. So that, both of those games I would put as number five. Heavy, difficult games, but what's cool is you kind of play the opposite of what you think, right? In Dungeon Lords, you're playing, you're fighting the good guys. Yep. Um. You're, so you're creating bad. <laughs> you guys. You are
0: the the bad guy.
2: Yeah, which I think is kind of a cool game. It's um, awesome. Yeah, it's a heavier game too. It's got a. it like even Dungeon Pets has like a a fun theme, right? But it's like because you have these yeah taking these care of crazy pets monster are pets. Are um. But it's a heavy it's a heavy work replacement game. So that's my number five, Dungeon Lords. Very cool. Slash I personally like Dungeon Lords a lot better than Dungeon Pets. I would agree with that. But um, people love the pets. People lo- I was going to yeah. say, but
0: yeah, everyone else seems to like Dungeon Pets a lot more. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe because of the theme. Natalie, yeah. what is your number five? My number Good five,
1: ones, five is Dark Stories, Ugh. which is just like a super fun little guessing game. Like you tell a dark story scenario <laughs> and you have to guess what happened. Yep. Or, yeah, We've talked about it a million, times, yeah, a million but times.
2: This list would not. This game would not be on a list outside of the United States. Because I think it's called Black Stories. Yeah, no, Black right. Stories. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, you're right. You're right. Awesome. Very good choice. My number five is a game that we just recently got rid of only because we have played it so many times. It's a game that I believe Jeff introduced us to a long time ago, and it's called Deception Moida in Hong Kong. Oh, you moided me. You moided me. I got moided. <laughs> this <laughs> is a, a, a fantastic uh, <laughs> like social deduction type game, uh, which we've played a ton And it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. We just, we played the stuff out of it. And so we finally felt, you know, let's move it on to someone else who can appreciate it for the first time. That's my number five.
2: Deception murder in Hong Kong. Nice. Nice. That was going to be my four. I'm swapping. Nice. Do it. My number four is called detective club. Oh, cool. Detective club is a cool game. It, uh, it really like immerses you into a story. My students love playing it. Hopefully Mm -hmm. when we can actually like sit in the same room and we can play it again. Um, great art it's just a cool it's like a you know it's, it's a party game um somebody doesn't know what the picture is or what the word is but they're still able to play cards and try to blend in <laughs> mm-hmm. um and i think it fixes some of the 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 bad things about some of those games where someone's left out and doesn't know yeah right yeah. so it's detective club is good it's a blue orange game very family friendly kid friendly i would look at that yeah,
1: one.
0: i think one. that won't be the last game with detective in the game, I up on the the but i don't know all right natalie what's your number four
1: my number four is one we played recently. Probably, maybe the most recent. Oh, I know it's Dwellings of Eldervale. Yeah,
0: Dwellings of Boringvale. Dwellings of Boringvale. I, I had of a fun time <laughs> playing this game. No, it's a good game. That was just what I, I you, you might not remember because it was over oh, a month yeah, ago. That's right. I just we, called it like a thousand different games. Yeah, that's, yeah. True, that's
1: true this. But um, <laughs> yeah. this is kind of a newer, probably, maybe the newest hot D game. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> that sounds bad. That's a hot D some, game. Some, some doesn't sound right there. <laughs> Very um, good. Yes, You let
2: Natalie play all his D games? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's kind of a turn on.
1: <laughs> at first when he said, well, I mean, you did say games to start with a D, but another fun fact about Ryan's dad is that all of his, he was very into his hobbies and his hobbies were like the most manly hobbies you can have.
0: Guns, like, true. cars, yeah. guitars,
1: hunting, fishing, you know, like <laughs> yep. and so I, at first Pot I was rods. like, what if we did games that are like all of this is like interests?" But yeah. No, there's
0: not a ton of hunting games out there. <laughs> there's,
1: there's games about cars games, though. There's car games, mm-hmm. there's uh,
0: There's some music games. Music not that game. good. This is better. The D. All right, number 4 for me was dark stories. I think I'm going to pull a Jeff and oh, swap it, it and I'm going to Oh, maybe I don't want to put this one though cuz I don't want to steal Jeff's thunder here. You could do it. Number four for me is Dark Stories. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say that, you're like, "Who cares?" This yeah, game. who cares? Yeah.
0: Fantastic game. Well, I kind of wanted to call attention to other games because these aren't yeah. necessarily. These are just five they're really, like really good category. games. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Like, they're not like in a an order right. necessarily. Yeah. So if Jeff doesn't say this game, which I know he will, then we'll say this game is my number four. So anyway, Jeff, <laughs> what is your
2: number three? My number three has had a name change. Um, it might, if it, if it was on anybody's list, it would be on Ryan's. This game is now called. Diamat, oh Diamant. Diamant? it was called it was actually it was called Diamant first Diamant, oh okay and uh, then
0: it's ink and gold and then now, so, oh. now they're so releasing back. It so as you might
2: know this is ink and gold um i have a copy that says ink and gold on it but how do you how do you say it? I don't know. I've always Diemant. heard it pronounced Diamond. Diamond. but it could be diamond. But diamant. But it's ink and gold. If if you have ink and gold, it's the same game. Yep. So I I went. I yeah. Weirdly, it
0: was diamond first. Then maybe it was maybe the rights have, re- have reverted back to whoever diamant was, was. Yeah. Through. Okay. That's I think such Rio a grand... fun push your luck game. Oh yeah. Love it's just it. like Natalie hates it. But just we keep love going it. into the cave. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. Can't stop. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. All right, Natalie. What's your number three?
1: Uh, my number three is Dominion. It's one of the games that, probably one of the earliest games I ever owned before even our... I forgot our, that you owned that. Um, mm. Collections merged. Yeah, yeah, we don't own it anymore, but I did play it a good amount of times, and I really enjoyed it. It's
2: a great game. I'm glad someone said that because that's like the biggest one. It's yeah. not on my list, but that's yeah. like me neither. But that should be probably it should the be biggest D game.
0: That is a that is a great game. Number three for me is another recent game we played. I actually thought this is the game you were going to say before Dwellings, Velderville, and it's Dune Imperium. We played this one with Jeff and Devin. Um... <laughs> oh, is it really it's okay? okay. No, we no, played just... this one with Jeff and Devin not long ago. Yeah, uh, it was I funny. mean, it feels like not long ago. It was probably. A month and a half or so yeah. ago, yeah.
3: Um,
0: and I had a gr- I had such a good time yeah. with this game. Mm-hmm. And thinking about it afterward, I only think of it fondly, and I th- I just think like I want to play this again. Yeah. This was really fun. Same. So that's number three for me. Dune Imperium. Jeff, what is your number two?
2: My number two is Dead of Winter, which is that's the one? games or? that game's That's not good. the one. Oh, okay. I, I like. I don't. I'm not drawn to zombie themes very yeah. much. Um, you know, Zombicide is is fine. I kind of we kind of played it too much, and I don't really want to play it anymore. Agreed. Even though there's a new kind of thing coming out, like Western Zombies. Yeah, it's all um, the same crap. So I, you know, and I never got into like the Last Night or something. I never got into it, but Dead of Winter for some reason stands out to me as just a, a better zombie game because it's not all about the zombies. Yeah. Right, it's about surviving. It's kind of like The Walking, the Dead. Walking Dead before. I th- I'm assuming there's a Walking Dead board game now at some point. But, a lot. There's I but a ton of- yeah, but this this was like you know you those could those ignore ones. the zombies in this game. Like you gotta have to address them sometimes. But the game is just it's
3: more the game's than just good. That.
2: Yeah. yeah, you're more playing the players at the table because right. one of you might be a traitor. and all these cool like and the crossroads. crossroads. Yeah. And then as we would play, we would be like crossroads. Please don't be so lonely. <laughs> See
3: you at the
0: crossroads. Yeah, that's yeah. so that's a good tip. I knew that was gonna be on there too. I think. This I could have put this one in. It might not be on your list. All right, uh, Natalie, what is your number two?
1: My number two is Decrypto. Remember that oh, game? Oh, that's yeah. a game. <laughs> that's my number nine. It is. Mm. Mm. That was, I thought that was a fun I game. Did, I, I did remember too. At, the, at first, we struggled. Like, how do you play this game?
0: And then teaching it was so yeah, difficult. teaching
1: it was hard. But but the few times that we played it, I thought it was really fun.
0: I agree. Very cool it's game. Like kind of like of a like code names sort
2: of.
1: Yeah, or like a yeah.
2: I only played it one set that Gen Con, Gen Con. down but I didn't really play it after fun that.
0: we played it at we played it at work at game night at work yeah, a bunch, seems like and it was era. really fun That's where we <clears throat> but it was always so tricky
2: to teach it yeah, explain mm-hmm. it and people are like, What? Because you had like, a clue enough to, to that yeah. person knows, we're... but not the other person. Yeah, yeah. and then right. yeah. you kind of have give to just them... play
1: and be like, Yeah, let's, like, let's how... play it a couple I'll show you how rounds. It goes. Yeah. But
0: that was ultimately its undoing for us and why yeah. it's not around anymore. Because it was just a little bit, in a game like that, like a party game, you really want to just jump in and play it. And this one, you always had to, like, if you're playing with new people, mm-hmm. you always had to like get through that learning curve. Yeah. And it was just a little too much for it. That's a good choice. It was a fun game. So I'll just wait. My number two is the D&D adventure game system. So oh, I played choice. these games with uh, the game group that Jeff plays with now, Bill and all those guys, um, way those. back. I think
2: before Jeff was really... You played a little bit of those with us or no? Yeah, I played the last uh, Shardalon, I think. Okay. I played the whole last set with you, where your, your little guy could like trip around. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Drist, yeah. yeah, when we played. Yeah, yeah. that
0: was Drist. Um, right, so uh, we went through uh, the Castle Ravenloft, Wrath R- of a Shardalon, and Legend of Drist. Maybe I played Excuse the last me? two, but whatever. Did you play a last <laughs> Yeah, uh, bless you. No, yeah, these, <laughs> right. these are like settings in uh, D&D, yeah. right? And there's, there's more now that have been out. There's mm-hmm. like two more, I think. But anyway, we played all three of those. It took about a year and a half to go through those. Every Monday or Tuesday, whatever time we were playing, we would just go through a scenario or two. Yeah,
2: it's a dungeon crawler, dice rolling, fighting. Cooperative,
0: yeah, yeah style, minis kind of game. You probably would hate it. Probably. Um yeah. I <laughs> loved it. It was so fun for, for me. Yeah. Well, because we originally got together around Hero Quest, you know, and mm-hmm. that was this kind of game, except Bill couldn't play with us because he was like the dungeon master. So then we got gotcha. Arkham Horror, so he could play with us, and I always kind of hated Arkham Horror and... Bill loved the, the snot out yeah. of that game. Played it like 70, 80 times <laughs> and uh, maybe more. But I never really identified with it. And then we found these D&D games and I was like, oh, this is what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. And so they're so great. So that's my number two, the D&D Adventure Game System.
2: Awesome. That's a good one. I probably would have put that because that was just so fun. And it was the group, I think. We just yeah, had so much fun The group dynamic yeah. was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yep.
1: We've we been watching Big Bang Theory a lot lately. And um, you just reminded me of when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, and Howard. Is oh my the, gosh, as the dungeon master for the first time, and. And, uh, oh, he like does these voices. He does yeah, Sheldon.
2: So like yeah. enamored. He's like, yeah. oh
0: my god. Yeah. Like impersonating a yeah. like, oh, celebrity. You're playing D and D. You're <so> playing <laughs> funny. this whole apartment. is Playing D and D. Yeah, yeah. Al Pacino. All right, all right, Je- uh, Natalie. What is your number? No, it's Jeff. Jeff. What yeah. is your number one?
2: <laughs> I am. I'm gonna give a, a D fact before I give my number one. Ooh. So a, defa- the D, a defect. The <laughs> defect. Uh, no, a D, the fact. The D yeah. fact. Okay. And Let's now, hear it. so the D. At some point. I, I had the honor of of meeting the D and and you know I was introduced as you know Joe and Dave's brother, and <laughs> you became the only one he remembered. The for a while, all of me, so my brother Joe, my brother Dave, and me were all Joe. Joe, right? <laughs> they were all Joe. They were all just Joe. And at some point, he called me Jeff, and it was like holy shit, like I'm, what I a made step an that I am now Jeff. Like yeah. he knows. Me, yeah. as separate from just all the Joes. Yep. Like, Like, I picture when, when when I came in the house that he just saw a Joe. And he was yeah. just like, all of you are Joe. There's yep, another Joe. Look the same like, if we were all Joe. in the same area at the same time, it would still be Joe yep. and Joe and Joe. Joe, medium Joe, little Joe. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> so that was just so, so when I was able to be called Jeff, it was just like, yes. And
0: you were the only one. He Poor, t- poor Dave. Even <laughs> poor though he Dave. played guitar at Dave's wedding. Yep. Was still Joe. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Who's that remember? Dave
2: guy? Oh, we got him a. He's Yeah, he yeah. was like, he's like,
0: wow, thank you, it's good to see you. And he turns around, and looks at me, and he's like, shrugs his shoulders, like, who was that? I'm like, that was Dave Madigan. You just played guitar at his wedding last month, and he's thanking you. And he was like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: like, so How do you not guitar. remember it's that? In his own world. He's like, yeah, yeah I remember it's the in, guitar. It's yeah. It's yeah, his own
0: world. It's in his own world. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, dude, he he liked you a lot. He man, liked yeah, you he lot. enough that he learned your name. Yeah, and
2: that's big. <laughs> so oh. my number one is Detective, a modern crime board game. Yes, it is. That's number one. That was surprise, the only thing that I was like. Surprise. All right, here's one, and now let me figure yep, out the other Yeah, What are the rest? Um, of course. Game is just so awesome. I love being immersed in that game and just. Well, and crime is really popular right now. And crime is really popular. So <laughs> that I'm not, was, like that, one of the. I know that's never gonna die.
0: No, it's never I'm gonna go away. That was it, really fun. Yeah.
2: All right, that's it. Number one.
1: Okay. Well, my number one was Dune Imperium. Awesome. But I'll just to name another D game. Mm. I'll just pick another one off the list, okay. and it's gonna be Doodle Quest. <laughs> Doodle All right, <laughs> number one, Doodle <laughs> Quest. Number one. Wow, I can't
0: believe how did it make it to number one. Doodle Quest is a good game. It's on it's my. It's on my. It's yeah, number it's cool. seven. I'm. It's out one of the mentions.
1: better kid games. Right. Although kids get very mad because they're not very good it's
0: at it, it's really hard. but yeah, I enjoy kids. it. I'll bet they'd be do. But they would do better at it now. But do that. Yeah. But do but do. Do
1: Do it do, do that. Do that. Do that. Do And
2: Do
0: that. Do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. Do 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 uh, re- I remember yesterday uh, you were trying
1: to tell me that something shipped and you were just like it was already delivered I mean it was delivered it was delivered it was, no it was delivered I, mean, was, I'm like, I could not get delivered saying? out
0: of my mouth I could not <laughs> stop saying the word delivered
2: <laughs> oh man oh, so that
0: was a precursor to the D yep. Yeah. yes so number one for me the doe dot the and also first let's like go back to number four which I said was Dark Stories what I wanted to sub out for Dark Stories which is my number six which just missed the cutoff, is D-Day Dice
2: okay first yep, of all it's got just
0: game. D the yeah. D-Day Dice yeah. me and Jeff played this so much when when uh, it was it was one of your first games you bought.
2: Yeah, i was really in. So Jeff in was my like first.
0: just starting to get into games, yep. and we played. We had we would have this World War Two Sunday. Yeah, Jeff would come over. We'd watch football, right? And we would play like they did Memoir in World 44. War we <laughs> We'd play Memoir Forty Four and D Day Dice. Yep, like just back to back and. We always would lose the first time or two at D Day Dice, and then we'd finally break through. Felt so good. It was so great because that game is hard. Yeah, but man, is it fun! I want to play that again with you a lot. I would really like
2: to play. Yeah, some D-Day I still D-Dice. have it. It's. Gonna, I'm going to keep it because I don't play it very much, but game. I just have the memories. Don't get of rid of it, that. Yeah, so. ever. And if you do, yeah, that was on my. Get, I want it. My next list because I just haven't played it in so. Yeah, long. Yeah, no, of course, but yeah, of, of course. Awesome.
0: I have very. I just have really good memories yes. of that, mm-hmm. which is apropos for this list as well because yep. it's all about yeah. memory. So my number one. Um, is a game that I have played. Gosh, I've played this so many times. I've been every character in this entire game. I kind of thought it was Da desk <laughs> Every <laughs> no. character in this game, multiple times. I'm just kidding. I've only been the wizard. Defenders yeah. of the Realm <laughs> yeah. is my number one game that starts with a D. i D. I'm surprised I don't have this now. Because what we used to do is when I lived closer to to the group... Um, we would make a point not to buy the same board games, right? To to kind of (laughs) cross-pollinate. I just wanted to say that. Um, So Bill had a bunch of games that I loved, but I wouldn't buy them because I would only play them with that group. But now that I don't play with that group anymore, I'm I'm just surprised I haven't bought it because, well, maybe not so surprised because Natalie doesn't like those games. But anyway, (laughs) Defenders of the Realm is basically Pandemic in the fantasy world. And man, is it fun. It's way better than Pandemic. It is so much better than Pandemic. It's so great. That's my number one. Defenders probably better of the than Realm. Being in a pandemic.
2: Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I can speak from experience.
0: So, uh, do you guys have honorable mentions?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had Defenders of the Realm. Okay. I had uh, Deception, which would have been on the list, but yep. you had it, which I would want to switch. Okay. Dune, I had Dinner in Paris, was one that I really liked oh, right. recently. Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Draftosaurus was one that's pretty good that my students like a lot. That is cool. And I think that, I think that was it.
0: Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I have Detective. Uh, Decrypto Dungeon Lords Doodle Quest And then D-Day Dice Which ended up being number four mm-hmm.
1: Besides what you guys said I also have Dragon Castle mm-hmm. oh, Deep yeah. Blue And Drop It Drop it a a cool one. One. Yeah
0: I remember Drop It Drop it Push it Suck it <laughs> yep, <that> was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <it>, hump it <laughs> So that's going to do it <laughs> okay, for us well, tonight, uh, everybody. On and that if note. you would like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram, at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer, both of those accounts serve as the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at the GameCastersPodcast at gmail.com. We have an incredibly barren board game geek guild, which Natalie refuses to join. Not that it matters. No one does anything on there. Anyway, but if you'd like to head on over there, Jeff tries, but it doesn't ever... Nobody goes there. We are Guild 3678. If you like the show, we'd also love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon now. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different Gamecasters, Mad Board Gamer, Gateway gear. So head on over to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash gateway network. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody.
2: He went there, baby.
1: He went there, baby.
2: He went there, baby.